0: We don't sleep to dream, we sleep to build stamina, energy to do our thing, Get your camera. This show is about to begin, so sit down and
1: buckle it in, let's go!
0: Oh yeah, welcome to Unleashed Friday mornings. My name is Brian, that is Shane, and you are amazing. First off, I want to say, No Money G gifted five podcast Unleashed memberships. You, my friend. Ara bam! thank you so much
2: you thanks talking? and brian if you can put the screen up for me so i can see us while we go here but uh no, no. yes i appreciate it but hello <laughs> to everyone out there it's okay it's a rare mistake you always usually get it right on the back end i like to be able to see us live uh as opposed to look at that weird blue screen that's got my name and bad words all over it so it's yeah. really nice yeah uh, how are you doing today brother
0: not bad i gotta tell you uh i'm only gonna spend 30 seconds on this but my favorite, interna- my favorite tournament of all time started today. The International, and my boys have actually qualified. They are in the finals. <laughs> Nouns, shout out to you, my friends. And I'm wearing my jacket, my pot, my Dota jacket for that love. It's actually of so hot, I'm going to take this off pretty soon. But I wish you guys <laughs> luck. Three days of uh, amazing uh, games to watch, and I hope my boys, my boys uh, uh, win it.
2: Nouns. Congratulations. Go
0: Nouns. That's it. All
2: right. None of us understood that, but <laughs> t- yeah, that's okay. I understand. You don't up, understand football
0: either. so. I just one rep.
2: <laughs> you were repping the gear is what it was, your Dota jacket.
0: Yeah, I got this for free for my birthday, bro. I'm pretty stoked. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah. So today, guys, we're going to be talking about some really great stuff. Uh, we're going to be talking about, if you guys didn't get a chance to see it yet, South Park uh, enters the pander Panderverse, Panderverse. Uh, on Paramount Plus last night. And oh... Boy, is it a doozy. We're going to be talking about stuff that we've been talking about for a long time, but nobody's been listening to. And so it's great to get some confirmation bias from our boys over at South Park. We're also going to be talking about Five Nights at Freddy's, which uh, not only uh, came out in the theaters last night, but also uh, was able to be streamed on Peacock. And I am entirely grateful that that happened and saved me about a $100. So that was fantastic, and we're also going to be talking about Old Dads, a very sneaky new movie that uh, dropped on Netflix that uh, really fits our generation right now. And what yep. we're going, through so you have young kids and our older j- dudes, um, and we've got some box office. What'd you call it? What's it called? The box. The box office beat. The box office beat. That's right. Uh, and uh, and some other fun things mm-hmm. before we go to the member section. So. Uh, tell everybody how the PopCast Hero Unleashed works, Mr. Brian, and let's get this thing rolling. Real simple. Top left is the PopCast Unleashed
0: Stream Hero. And uh, as you guys uh do either tips or super chats, um, that bar will... The health bar will go down, and your health bar will be replaced. And the person that is there the longest at the top of the Stream Hero uh, hill will win our Mystery Box...
2: Yes, which is uh We need a graphic for the mystery terrible. box. I just realized that. Yeah, it would be cool to have some graphics to show people what they're yeah. going to win because you're like, I don't know, it's a mystery. Why would I want It's a try mystery. To win that? <laughs> All right. Uh awesome. So, um yeah, we got that going on and um and we got a lot of fun stuff to talk about. Before we get into the South Park thing, just uh thank you to Euron on for the 14 um uh sec sec which is a I, I had it a minute ago but i totally forgot what it is thank you so much for that brother appreciate the the support longtime member and i actually can put super
0: chats now on the screen uh, whoa yeah look at that it's on there
2: now Woo! yeah <laughs> we can actually show people appreciation for when they support us yeah i had to get my coder to help me out with that that software was not working <clears throat> Also, take a moment here, if you can, please give us a thumbs up on this video so we can get it out to more people. And subscribe to the channel if you have never subscribed to us.
0: Oh, uh, we well, that's right. That. The
2: algorithm requires this. Please like this video. <laughs> the algorithm requires it? Praise
0: the algorithm. Please like this video. I actually read somewhere that if you you need to
2: actually say the word like this video oh, to okay. be promoted properly. So All right. Well, please, YouTube, like the video uh kenneth laroque member for two months i can't stay for long but i'll enjoy the show while here thank you so much ken who was a huge super donator last week we so so appreciate you helping out and um and you got some goodies coming to you as well sir uh john burns for two dollars 79 cents brian sperm has qualified for an international yes yes
0: the (laughs) international which is uh i follow a game called dota it's the hardest game to play in the world and once a year, uh about twenty of the best teams on the planet, the best players in the world, uh, get together and they compete for a ridiculous amount of money. And that just started actually about 18 minutes ago. Well,
2: I'm sure. I'm not we'll gonna talk say about it's about why it. I was late, but that's why I was late. I'm sure we'll talk about it in the member section today for sure. I know Brian's excited. This is Brian's Super Bowl. So yeah, for those it's my of you who like football. Yeah.
0: I'm a super uh, nerd and this is my super bowl. Oh, <laughs>
2: Um, so I got to tell you guys, uh, the first thing we're going to talk about today is we're going to talk about South park. If you haven't had a chance to go watch it, we'll try not to, not to spoil it entirely here, but we are going to be going into it. And I got to tell you, it's, uh, if you've been following our channel for, I don't know, the last several years, uh, since really, you can also, you can go back to when discovery first came out and, uh, and Hollywood started changing the. The fabric of of how hollywood movies are made and uh things became a little more shitty and a little more Mm -hmm. um what's the best way to put it a little more nothing is as good and and things became a lot more diverse which not which is not a bad thing but it became diverse in a way that was that didn't make any sense you know like completely race swapping characters and stuff like that so it took a long time to happen but uh uh, Matt and Trey over at South Park has decided to finally weigh into this. And one of their specials, which you can find over on Paramount Plus, uh, came out last night. Uh, South Park enters the Pandaverse. And, uh, you know, Matt and Trey have a have a way of just boiling down the truth of something in simple, direct, and obvious terms. And, uh, and there is this moment uh, of elation when a topic is about something all of us, on the fringe have been screaming from the mountaintops, but mainstream media pretends they can't hear us. Okay. Uh, But when South park says it, it just can't be ignored. Right. Uh, And I'd be lying if I didn't say there was I felt a moment of victory last night while watching this special for all of us in the community.
0: Yeah. um, When, uh, and when we, when they went to the Disney uh, uh, executive meeting, Mm-hmm. And uh, some guys like, I don't know. I don't want to say it, but uh,
2: I think uh, I think it's Ka- Kathleen Kennedy's fault. <laughs> I, right. As soon as Kathleen Kennedy's name comes up, it's like Disney, <laughs> and then Kathleen Kennedy and, and Cartman's having the nightmare. Right. Uh, yeah, that was that was something special. Let me uh, let me just break down real quick kind of what the show is about. And then we can go into talking about it a little more. Uh, the episode delves into the fact that Hollywood, specifically Disney and Kathleen Kennedy, uh, are replacing everyone with diverse women and LGBTQ people who complain about the patriarchy. Uh, we get a universe switcheroo with Cartman and an alternate reality black woman who comes from a universe where all the South Park characters are some version of an ethnically diverse woman. And Ken Ken is fine. <laughs> what? Kenny? Ken's Ken's alternate character is super hot. Oh, Kenny? Yeah. Kenny. Sorry, Kenny. Yeah, Kenny, Who? Uh, who actually, we can hear what he's saying. It would have been cool if they would have had her mumble yeah mm-hmm. you know that would have been kind of that yeah. was a little harder but you know she's asian so you've got the she uh kenny's asian you've got um stan who is hispanic i believe hispanic for sure yeah and you've got uh who, who's the kid kyle, the kyle is like kyle a, i guess black indian. Indo- yeah, indian indian yeah. and then cartman's a black woman so that was hilarious <laughs> uh and and as you go throughout if you know the south park characters they go through all of them at some point in this you even get uh but uh, the two hunter guys. Oh, yeah. Who are, you know, everybody's changed. So anyways, um, the kick here is that when the character uh, is that the characters are the same, but they've they've all been swapped. And thanks to Disney, who used the pander stone to make some of the, uh, to make the same lazy movies over and over again, uh, it would eventually open up the pander verse <laughs> where an alternate reality Cartman Kathleen Kennedy demands that they put a chick in every movie, make her gay, and make the movie lame. Uh, Bob Iger and the rest of the Disney execs are terrified of her, and does exactly what she says, despite knowing that their stock numbers are going down and everyone hates the movies. <laughs> I mean, how perfect, Brian? Is this? Is this? No, just, it's I mean, perfect. It's, it's so on the head. It's it's crazy. I'm, I, I was sitting there
0: watching it last night, and I was like laughing. It was it was the second I
2: saw Bob Iger, I. Saw, I was like, "No, they didn't. They did. Oh my god. I'm like, they did it again." You know, yeah. because they always these guys always find a way to talk about things that nobody's talking about. I mean, it's really brilliant. Uh, to, let's you know, you always want to go out there and find the audience that's being cucked, right? You know, which is which is, you know, our entire fringe community has been talking about this for years, but the but we're ignored by mainstream media because uh they don't want to give us the airtime. They don't want to have any sort, you know, because if they were to talk about it, they would say that it's unreasonable. And there's a scene in the episode um, that I kind of wanted to go through real quick. If you're cool with it. Yeah. That, that, that delineates this idea perfectly. Okay. And it's the scene where, uh, where, where black woman Cartman, (laughs) not exactly sure how to, how how to uh, say this. Um, Black Cartman. She actually goes to PC principal, right? Oh Yes. Um, so, and the boys say, I, they, they've just been minding their own business. Um, but she keeps saying she's Eric Cartman, right? PC principal asks them what's wrong with that. Uh, <laughs> the boys stare at him incredulously, as if to say, well, isn't it obvious? Uh, they say it doesn't make any sense. PC principal <laughs> says, oh, I see. Uh, there is a diverse female where Cartman used to be. And you don't like that. They say, well, it's not that we don't like that, but don't you think it's weird? PC principal says he doesn't see a problem with it at all. And if you boys don't think Eric can be a black woman, then maybe the problem is you. <laughs> right. Where have we all heard this before guys? Right. Yeah. Uh, they the, real quick. I was oh, go, 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 go ahead. No, I'll finish it. Then you do it. Okay. okay. Um, yeah. Uh, they say, uh, Oh, they say you think it's nor it's perfectly normal that Cartman is suddenly a black woman. <laughs> no, they say they asked PC principal this, to which PC principal says, you probably don't think that Indiana Jones uh, got replaced by a female. You probably don't like the idea that Indiana Jones got replaced by a female either. Huh? Uh, you probably have a problem with black <laughs> Spider-Man too. <laughs> to which the boys say, no, no, we love Miles Morales. It's a totally different uh, thing. It's, not, it's, well, it's a different th-
0: character. Right? Yeah,
2: they say it's a whole different thing with its own constructed character and narrative. But this is the same old Cartman. The only difference is, is you put a black woman in his place. <laughs> right. To which PC Principal tells them, you boys feel your white culture is being threatened. So you lash out with racism. And if you say anything more about black woman Cartman Cartman not making any sense, you can have three weeks of detention. And of course, PC principle is taking the place of mainstream media, which tries to punish anybody who even speaks about this, right? Right. Go ahead with what you're going to say. That's the whole scene. Well, yeah, it it sums it up perfect. So he took two examples. One,
0: where Black Spider-Man is completely fine. Um, Mm -hmm. In fact, it's cool. Miles Morales is a cool character, and it's a completely different character. But then also, Indiana Jones being replaced by a woman, it's literally just Let's just replace this character with a woman. No, no reason. No, they, she, she didn't earn it. There was, there was no, no kind of setup to it. It was just, you know what? Uh, this person is a badass. Uh, and she is a, a quarter of the age. <laughs> she has none of the wisdom. And here we go. Just, just throw it in there. So it's two extreme opposites of characters that make no sense. Like the most it recent. It seems like
2: Indiana Jones has was the catalyst. Because they bring up Indiana Jones many right. times in this I feel like Indiana Jones was the catalyst in this last movie that came out was the catalyst in them going like, we're finally pissed off. We're done. Little, Mer- should- Little
0: Mermaid mm-hmm. wasn't mentioned, but
2: I, I feel like that
0: was probably in there too. It was in
2: their, yeah. their minds. That actually makes a lot of sense. Uh, so the, the episode is 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 really so cleverly done. I, I love the way they also, they all they do this with all of their, their great uh, episodes like this. They kind of weave two different narratives in here. Right. So you've got this whole like, the pander stone they've created this this uh this this thing that disney basically was using this stone so that they didn't have to write anything interesting or do any work right <laughs> there's like this moment where kathleen kennedy admits to like they're just like lazy writing right so they use this pander stone but they use the pander stone so much that it opened up the pander verse the pander stone and- allows
0: <laughs> us to take uh things we've already done and and regurgitate them
2: right <laughs> Right, and just regurgitate. Yeah, exactly. But it was done so much that it, like, broke things. And uh, they ended up with an alternate version, Kathleen Kennedy. This who... is one of my
0: favorite scenes. When Cartman is in the classroom, uh-huh. and they're all talking about, like, uh, white male privilege or whatever. And uh,
2: he's like, Aah! He's in hell, right? He's, he's in
0: hell. In hell. Like, and then uh, the teacher <laughs> comes in. And he's like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> well yeah because everybody is, is and they they do go through and kind of show the ridiculousness of of That's swapping great. out characters and when you could just make make your own characters right to just make and of course the secondary story here going on the which b is story, also yeah. an l yeah the b story which is also pandering of course centers on randy and uh and it's focused on uh taking digs um kind of at young people initially um but what I thought was interesting was that they actually took the opportunity to um, to take digs at all kinds of things. So they're taking digs at young people, their phones, AI, right? They go into AI. Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, all of those <laughs> things, good. right? It, there's this wonderful scene. And I got to tell you, it hit so personally for me. Randy uh, comes into his kids and he's like, you kids don't know how to do shit right you know and it's like this complaining and at first i'm like oh my god you know that's that's what i'm saying about this young generation right now all the time like they don't know how to do shit right so randy's like come over here i'm gonna teach you how to do something today you're gonna learn how to do something we're gonna we're gonna learn how to fix this oven door i i I actually (laughs) thought he was gonna start like screwing something yeah yeah no it was great and when he reached into his pocket and pulled out his phone And, and then started and you, and he says, and then you call the handyman. And I went, Oh my God, (laughs) because listen, for those of us who are not handy, myself included, it was this moment of like, Oh Jesus Christ. That's what I do. Right. Like I'm like, I don't know how to fix this damn thing. I got to call somebody who can be
0: honest. When I was watching this, I was like, the second he pulled his phone. I was like, Oh my God, that's Shane.
2: It it's chain right totally there me i'm i'm yelling I, at my kids i for fix everything i'm the
0: opposite of that i could fix everything yeah in fact i prefer to fix it myself because i'm so cheap
2: <laughs> yes well i wish i could afford to be cheap but i just don't have the the knowledge because i went to college and didn't learn how to do anything Dude, i didn't I go, go to college anything. i learned how to do stuff <laughs> so so it's <laughs> funny because i've had i've run into these situations where i mean i have trouble getting handymen to come over to my house now and then they want to charge me all this money i think to myself my God, that's more money than I make per hour, which they're probably thinking, well, then you should fix it. You know, if you, if you don't want to pay for it. Yeah. This so, is the last
0: time I had to fix something. It was, uh, it was, a uh, uh, the dishwasher, which came with the house and it's a really old model and it just wasn't working and it was smelly and whatever. And so I was calling the company and I'm calling, uh, you know, uh, whatever the company is. And they're like, uh, you know, you gotta get a certified repairman and, and I'm calling the certified repairman. He's like, I I, I can come out. It's gonna cost uh two hundred dollars. Uh and uh and I'll you know that money will go through to whatever repairs you have to make. I'm like, I'm sorry, two hundred dollars mm. just for you to come out and look at it? He's like, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. And I'm like, you know what, dude? Um, I'll figure it out. And I pulled that sucker out of there, and my God, this house was made like eighty years ago, so it was <clears throat> it was pretty rough underneath there. And uh, I I found the problem. It was clogged up or whatever, and I fixed it. I fixed mm. it. It took me like, it literally took me like seventy-two hours of time over a period wow. of two weeks. It took me a long time to figure out. I had to look things up and diagrams. Yeah. But dude, when it was done and it was working, I felt like a rock star.
2: Well, yeah, and there is that element of
0: yeah. But you, do you know mad. what? It might have only cost me seventy-two hundred dollars, and I did spend about two weeks trying to fix it.
2: that's true so there's something to it but they they go through this so you've got this whole episode of the pandering and i love how how they make fun of so many things they make fun of like uh undocumented workers at home depot but instead of like now all those people are rich oh that now they're making fun of us having to stand in front of yeah when he was
0: talking in suri though when he goes uh uh suri uh (laughs) Uh, let me find some cheap immigrants or whatever. And I was yeah. like, "I'm sorry, that, that I didn't say that right." And then he just repeated it, but he the exact same thing. But he said Surrey right. first or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And all the doctors and lawyers and psychiatrists mm-hmm. and geologists are out there now. Oh, <laughs> every time a handyman comes by, they got spinners on their car. Right.
2: It just it keeps getting bigger and better. Like, they're richer. They they want to like take down the 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 university, the college. Right. They're yelling down the college, but they don't know how to build the the catapult, uh, the catapult to destroy the college. Right. That it's just great. the whole thing was so fantastic. I love how they end up in space and they're poking fun at Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg. And they talk about f- fighting M.M.A.s and buying everything, including like Instagram and, you know, like Twitter is kind of the jokes on Tw- that Twitter. But that was great. That was so great. <laughs> they end up out <laughs> in space. Randy's Randy's uh, uh response when they, they when they were like we're going to fight each other he's like what is going on <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty crazy so i mean they did a great job of of doing the ridiculous and then they bring it home uh by having this this whole alternate reality thing they make fun of um of
3: the um, multiverse
2: the multiverse they said it was la- it's lazy writing exactly lazy what we've writing. been saying for like 2 years i mean these guys it's like They're my spirit animals. Yeah, I I do believe. You know, and then you got Bob Iger here. I thought it was interesting. They come to a solution, and the solution is, of course, that that Eric Cartman and Kathleen Kennedy are stuck in the same university, that the universe, that diverse universe, uh, where all the South Park characters are are some form of woman, diverse woman, and they they start working together to get out of the universe here, and uh, and there's this moment of, you know, Cartman kind of represents. Uh, The fan base that was frustrated by what, by this garbage that, that, that Disney and other Hollywood, not just Disney, by the way, Disney's taking it on the chin here because they're an easy target and they, they're probably the biggest culprit, but all of Hollywood is guilty of this. Most of Hollywood and uh, they come to some determination here that, that Kathleen and basically that Cartman, you know, yeah, I wrote those 15,000 letters. (laughs) Cartman is the <laughs> one who wrote all 15,000 letters calling her the C word, which did happen. Right. Right. And so they, they kind of, I, thought it was, funny. These, I was getting thousands. She goes, he goes, well, it wasn't thousands, maybe like, you know, like 15,000. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I wrote, I wrote all those. That's great. Uh, so she basically apologizes for, you know, reacting to him being angry at her for making shitty stuff. And then as a result, her making more shitty stuff. So like the whole thing was like this buildup, almost like gang violence. Where it's like you do something bad to me and I do something bad to you. And so she apologizes for destroying something that he loves, and he apologizes for calling it the c word. And and uh, and there's this kind of coming together moment where she agrees going forward she's not going to destroy the things that he loves. That the movie's not going to make shitty movies anymore. And then uh, he agrees to you know not not you know be so harsh. Uh, but Bob Iger says essentially, yeah, yeah, Kathleen, we're going to do that. Yeah. And it, which is the guys at South Park basically say that even though there's been this coming together of this agreement, Bob Iger in the studio is not going to stop doing what they're doing. Right. Didn't you get that feeling? Oh, yeah. They're going to keep doing it. Right. So it was like this whole thing of like we can come together and even like the people who work for the studio can come together. I mean, because obviously Kathleen Kennedy gets all the blame, but it's not all her fault. I mean, she's not she's not the the reason why it's all bad, but we she kind of gets that moniker right right there's a lot of people responsible for how shitty everything is and and at the top ultimately it's it's guys like Bob Iger right who are responsible and I think they do a good job of pointing that out and they don't pull the punch I know a lot of you guys are going to watch this and think oh they pulled the punch you know they they pulled the punch at the end but they don't because they leave Bob Iger there holding the responsible bag I think yeah every time uh the Cartman version
0: of uh Kathleen Kennedy I guess the diverse Kathleen Kennedy whatever right
2: or I didn't know what universe that was from, but it was weird. Yeah, he was it was weird. His friends. He was
0: eating end. his friends and aliens. Um, no, but every time uh, she had a movie idea, it was like make it gay and black.
2: Yes, <laughs> so that's what it was. It was here. It, I got the exact words because I thought it was hilarious. Um, yeah, she says uh, she came into that. She came into the thing and she's like, uh, and it didn't matter. It was like they're doing Bambi. She's like, I don't care. Make it a chick. Make her gay and make it lame. That's what she was saying over and over and over again. Like, everything.
0: Another thing I I thought was a a, a joke you might have missed was when they were trying to, when uh, Kyle was trying to figure out the right pronoun. And he's like, Mm -hmm. him,
2: or her, they, it, I don't know. (laughs) That was, yeah, they were in PC principal's office. They didn't know, like, what to call the new Cartman. And that's kind of what we all go through, right? It's confusing Mm -hmm. as hell. Yeah. So I just feel like they did a really. If you guys haven't had a chance to go watch it, please go watch it. It's it's great to have something mainstream, you know, um, kind of agree with us to some, you know, kind of come and say, look, yes, none of this makes any sense, and you know, all the things you've been saying we're yelling into the wind is finally being heard by somebody who 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 is legitimate. I guess is the best way to look at it. I don't know if
0: uh, if uh, if Trey and Matt are. I mean, they're mainstream, but they've always just sort of done whatever they wanted to. So
2: nobody, well, they're on, un- like we were talking about before, they're uncancelable because um, they're telling the truth. And if right. anybody were to come against South Park, I mean, imagine the news media attack South Park. Oh, they've tried. Right? What's going to happen back in the day? Now, no, now. Let's say they come at them now. South Park's just going to come right back at them. Right. It's a fight that they don't want to get into because they're on the wrong side of it.
0: Well, and, and, and I think that Trey and Matt are, are way more clever, which means they're going to make them look stupid. Um, yes. Case in point. They're going to be
2: right and make them look stupid.
0: Do you remember that um, that psychic guy? I'm, I'm forgetting his name right now. They made an entire episode about the psychic. Um, and I'm forgetting his name, but there was this famous psychic that had a TV show. And he would do these things where he would, you know, help people speak to, like, their dead uh, relatives, right? Right. And Trey and Matt thought he was a, a dickhead. So they did a, and there was an episode where he was, he wasn't the feature. He was a small part of the episode where they basically just said, you know, uh, you know, you're full of shit and whatever. And you're a dickhead. And, well, he came after them. He was, like, wanting to sue them for defamation. And the their response was they dedicated an entire episode. To mm. him, and showing how much of a fraud he is, and how much of an asshole he is for tricking people into thinking they're speaking to their dead relatives on national television, that was their response. Their response wasn't legal. It was. It was. I'm going to dedicate an entire episode now to this fake fake psychic. Mm. Um, they, that's that's why like you go after them, and they're just going to come right back. And because they're so much more clever than you. They're
2: going to make you look like an idiot. That's a good point. Uh, You know, look at it. These guys, this is why this makes so much sense. So you got uh, Trey Parker's 54 and Matt Stone's 52. You know, these guys are right there. I mean, I I, I can't, they're experiencing the world the same way I am at 50 years old. And we couldn't be more aligned with the ridiculousness of how things appear. And um, like I said, they're untouchable because Mainstream media, if they were to come after them, I mean, based on what you just said, but there, there's no way that mainstream can win. Like the media cannot win against them because they've got too big of a following. It, it, so it's easier just to ignore them and move on. And hopefully they don't get as much publicity as kind of the way they look at it. But uh, the world's going to see this. And um, I think that you're probably going to get a lot of people talking about this over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, this is the guy,
0: John Edwards, that I was talking about.
2: Oh, yeah, I remember him. And the episode they dedicated to him was
0: John Edwards' The Biggest Douche in the Universe is the title <laughs> of the episode. Is at that the, it? Yeah. At the end of the episode, aliens come down and give him a, an award for being the biggest douche
2: in the universe. Oh, my gosh. Great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. <clears throat> Honesty. That's why that was the title of our thumb today. Uh, uh, Honesty hurts or something like that. The truth hurts. The truth hurts. And these guys do nothing but speak the truth, even if it is direct Uh, and it is uncomfortable. Uh, They always do it, and we're grateful for it. So I'm into that. Okay, before the next topic, we got some Super Chats. Yes, let's take it
0: on to it. From Christopher Mays. Thank you, Christopher Mays, my dude, for $20. He says, hey, Brian, do you do a better job setting your fantasy demo lineup than you do your fantasy (laughs) football
2: lineup? Oh, shit. The call out, bro. You know what, bro? If you guys don't know, we run a fantasy football thing through Discord, and that's exactly what Christopher Mays is talking about. Thank you, Christopher, for and what am I, one in to- seven? mostly due to your own fault absolutely yes
0: yeah one in seven mostly my, to be fair i was also yeah. extremely sick for like two weeks uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna rest on that hey i was happy i won the week that you didn't
2: start your players
0: so thank you and you know what's funny uh fantasy dota is actually a thing and i'm actually uh, number eight out of a hundred people right now <laughs> okay so there <laughs> so you I'm, go i'm doing very well in my fantasy lineup
2: <laughs> we know where your priorities lie
0: uh, also from John Burns, 279. Thank you, John Burns. Brian being a super nerd is tight. <laughs> oh, that's a Ryan George. Version. It's tight. <laughs> tight. Ryan George is great. Check him out, you guys. Kenneth the Roke for $3. Just three bucks. Hey, love you too, Ken. Thank you, Ken. Love you, man. Um, Can you say his name again? Uh, You're on fault. You're on fault. Thank you. For 20, 20 seconds, he says... Fun times with the South Park
2: special, winking face. Yes. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I mean, how many years? It's hard to explain, like, the elation. I texted Brian, like, as soon as, like, the first 20 minutes of the show came in, I'm texting Brian. I'm like, oh, my God, this is just everything I needed right now. Yeah. Like, sometimes we need, you know, we're we're sitting here wondering, are we crazy? Like, are we wrong? Right. You know, and to have these guys, like, you know, give validity to the way our thoughts and the things that we talk about in a way that nobody else does. It's just hard to explain the elation. And I hope you guys when you watched it felt elated too in your thoughts. So there was, was nice. there this week was actually pretty ripe with
0: that because uh old dads, which we're gonna talk about pretty soon, uh also had me just like seething
2: <laughs> the entire <laughs> Oh, time. old dads? Yeah. Yeah. We'll go into that a little later, by the way. We're gonna talk old dads. That'll be great.
0: Next up, John Burns for nine. I prefer the word, the term N-word Cartman, Shane. Oh, no.
2: <laughs> oh, no, John. Is that uh, nudity Cartman? Nudity that Cartman. Too. Nudity or nerdy Cartman? No, we, we know where you're going, John. Uh, you're on fault again for 20,
0: 50 seconds. He says they literally killed off the white child in the last Indiana Jones.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah, the, that's The true. last Indiana Jones was real bad. R- Real it was bad and I do think that that's the reason why these guys lost their shit finally I mean all the Disney movies have been crappy but that Indiana Jones was a, was a was a dagger to the forehead you know right it was really bad yeah
0: it was pretty bad which is why I still don't know how you have them so high on your list but then but then I remember well, it's looking, not so high really well I look at the it's because it's this year only and yes there's not been only. a lot of great stuff this year so, it, no, it, it's
2: terrible. Yeah,
0: John Burns, there's a new Ryan George video out. Very funny. I'll check it out, John. Thank you. Yeah, sir. it sits
2: at number 22 of all the movies this year. So, for me, yeah. So, which is, you know, uh, thank you, John, for that super chat. And right now, currently, Christopher May sits atop the Unleashed Hero spot. And, uh, let's see if you guys can knock him out. All right. See if you can do it. Okay. Next up is Old Dad's, right? Mm-hmm. No, next up is Five Nights at oh, Freddy's. Five Nights at
0: Freddy's. Okay, so this one was.
2: Uh... Oh, uh, let's talk about it. Um, yeah, give me. Let me give you the breakdown first, really quick. Sure. Uh, five Nights at Freddy's. It came out last night. If you were able to catch it at the theater, or if you just had Peacock streaming, uh, we were given the gift of being able to watch five nights at Freddy's from the, the, your own home. And I had planned originally to watch it at the theater. Uh, I had everything set up. I was going to take my kids. It was going to cost me a fortune. Uh, and then I got this gift like a week before saying it was going to be, uh, at my house. And then we watched it at my house for the low streaming price of 70 99 for it's six ninety nine, right? I don't know what I'm paying, but it feels close to that dude It is so cheap.
0: Um, I'm, gonna, I'm I'm. not a simp for Peacock here, but I'm going to say it again. If you can only afford one streaming service, Peacock is the way to go. They have an insanely large library, and they are constantly putting movies out that are in theaters for six bucks.
2: Yeah, they're all in on their streaming service. So, you know, I think, I don't know, that they are hurting the theater by doing this. I mean, Five Nights at Freddy's has a $20 million budget. So uh, not a huge budget by any means. Um, and by them doing this, I mean, they literally, I mean, here's the situation. They took me out of the theater, literally. I was going to go watch this movie for certain. They took me out of the theater and I watched it at home. They're willing to double down. They've done this with all of their Halloween movies. They've done it with several different movies over the recent year where you could watch it at the same time on Peacock. They're trying to get people to that streaming service. Uh, I, we'll see whether or not it's successful or not, but. Seems like it's doing and we'll see the numbers as we do the box office. Yeah, I was gonna go to the movies too. I wa,
0: I was ready to go. Um and then I saw that it was streaming on Peacock and they advertise it like very well. Like it's it's pretty I I, I don't I am I have no it I have I have no issue with Peacock. Um, but I do think that
2: they could have made a lot of money with this movie. They didn't have to go on Peacock first. I don't think they did either. Um but let's go into it a little bit. Five nights at Freddy's A troubled security guard begins working at Freddy Fazbear's Pizza. During his first night on the job, he realizes that the night shift won't be so easy to get through. Pretty soon, he will unveil what actually happened at Freddy's. It's rated PG-13 at one hour and 50 minutes. And as like, as I said, the film has a budget of $20 million. And of course, Five Nights at Freddy's is based on a very, very popular game, uh, the game franchise, Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, which I recall coming out probably around, I don't know, 2014, 2015. It was a mobile game on the phone. I just happen to have children that are in this age demographic. Uh, My oldest child, who's now 24, uh, used to play this game on his phone. And uh, over the years, it's built up into, you know, you can play it on all of the different gaming devices. Even now, you can play it on the Oculus Quest. And what I do know about this game is that it terrifies children. Because of the jump uh, jump scares and it's mm-hmm. it's it's a frankly it's a pretty frightening game. I've never played it, but I've watched my kids play it, and they're scared when they're playing it. Um, yeah. So I learned about it from Matt Pat, uh, film theory, and uh, who was in this movie by the way? Who was in this movie, which I yes. thought was awesome, which was great. As a YouTuber, we always support YouTubers getting into the, yeah. into the movies. Good,
0: good for him, man. Um, and good for he played him. Played a for, waiter. He played a waiter. Good for him for not. Also, he didn't, uh, he didn't blow it because he did, he did, he he returned back to the franchise to do a theory right Mm. when this was announced and he could have right then said he was in it. He never did. And uh, he could have blown the entire movie because he had already seen it, but he didn't. I'm very Mm. happy with happy for him. Also, it's a Blue Mouse movie, which it's funny because I remember watching it and thinking toward the end. Well, it feels like a Blue Mouse movie. And then, lo and behold, it
2: is a Blue Mouse movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it was actually, I got to tell you, um I'll, I'll get into it here, but essentially Five Nights at Freddy's, I thought they did a really good job of setting the scene. So I think all of the production work on it, it really did give you the feel. A lot of effort went into it. Uh, the decorations and the animatronics are excellently done. It's, it's, it's Henson's Muppet, uh, Muppet, creatures who oh, made the the animatronics. That's awesome. I haven't seen that uh, in a y- while. Yeah, you do feel like you're in a 1980s leftover Chuck E Cheese restaurant when you're watching this. 100%.
0: Yeah, and it's super creepy. There are a couple shots where uh you're you know the camera's focused on the character, but then in the in the back you see like some some yellow figure moving past the mirror or whatever.
2: Right. That's
0: pretty well done. <clears throat> and you know my, my wife was watching I made completely missed it. I I saw the stuff in the background. Um, it, it looks really good. The setting is really good. I do like the animatronics a lot. Um, and I'm surprised they didn't. I'm I'm not surprised. I'm happily surprised that they used animatronics and not, you know, CGI or something.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, they they use well. They didn't use animatronics actually. They used their Muppets puppets, right? Puppets. I guess you would call them. Um, but they look but like animatronics. They do. They did a good job making them look like animatronics. Um, being familiar with the game, um, you know, let's, let's talk a little bit about Josh Hutcherson, uh, who plays the main character here. He's the security guard. Um, you know, last time we saw Josh Hutcherson for real was the hunger games. He was of course, one of the main characters, in the hunger hunger games. And I got to tell you, uh, that movie came out in 2012. It's been 11 years and he doesn't look like he's aged a day, man. I mean, this guy still looks young. Uh, and to play a role where he's basically a young adult and he's taking care of his young sister, which I thought was interesting. You know, this guy's in his mid to late thirties now, and he really pulled off like an early twenties character here pretty well. I yeah. would say, and Josh is uh, you know, he's a talented actor. I thought that the movie really went deep into the lore and my kids are all about the lore. And so I'm kind of conflicted about this movie on the one hand. I really felt like it should have been an R-rated movie. Yeah, it should um, have been. Be- my son, who's 24, was initially introduced to F- F- Five Nights at Freddy's, and he can go watch this movie. In fact, all three of my adult children could go watch this movie, an R-rated film. Um, but at the same time, I got to say, I during this movie, I had really meaningful conversations with my 10-year-old about the game and the backstory. He was interested, he was excited, and we haven't had much conversation about things. Uh, And so it was nice to be able to talk to him because it was PG-13 and he was young enough to be able to watch it with me. So there's this kind of weird dichotomy on the movie probably would have been better as an R, but I really did have a better family experience because it was PG-13. That's probably why it was PG-13. Well, no, it was PG-13 because it's going to make the most money. Oh, yeah. And there are a lot of kids who like uh, Five Nights at Freddy's and and a rated R film would have knocked them out. Right. But in order to stay true to the game um, and to the to people who, who you know, who played the game, you would have needed it to be terrifying. And I did not find this movie terrifying in the latest, in the latest, no. in the least. Um, it was not scary. You, you had the momentary, in the beginning it was, you got the monitors going off. It is very much like the game in the very beginning uh, where you have, you're not exactly sure, you know, you're this security guard who's supposed to survive the night Right. It's five nights each night you're at five at Freddy's. It gets a little harder to survive the night and you have to right. use your flashlight. And there's, there's a whole thing about the game. And I they, they they gave some sort of honor to the game a little bit by showing all the different things. But they didn't really take you down the terrifying lane. You get the initial security guard who gets killed at the opening credits. Uh, so you can see kind of what it's what it's about. Uh, but when Josh Hutcherson comes in and takes over there's this different dichotomy happening because there's a whole backstory where when he was a child, his brother was abducted in front of him and he's having this reoccurring nightmare uh, since he was young, essentially trying to kind of deal with it. He still thinks that he he should be able to recognize the person who, who took his brother when he was little, but he is yet to, he's still dealing with the demons from that. Right. And he notices when he gets this job, uh, which by the way, the job was given, This is this is actually pretty cool, the job was given to him um, by uh, Scream Lillard. legend. Yeah. Right. Did you notice that? Right. Did you Did you notice the. Uh, um, Matthew Lillard. That the, the Matthew Lillard was the was the character. Yeah. From. Uh, yeah. He was also on Scooby-Doo. From Scooby-Doo. But from Scream was where he got his first thing. And I, the first thing I noticed from Matthew was how old he was. And yeah. then I looked in the mirror and said, oh, shit. Oh, yeah, we are. old." I
0: know. I know. <laughs> so... I, I thought the same thing. I was like. Matthew Lither, yes, I'm like, oh no,
2: right. One
0: hat, right.
2: bro. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait, whoa, 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 wait. <laughs> right. Yeah, we were we were all young when the first one came out. But anyways, uh, so that was kind of a nice little 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 thing there. And I think maybe you show your hand when you put a guy like that in the movie. Um, so, but they did want to go into the lore of the film. And I think one of the problems with the movie. Um, while while we have this interesting storyline, which goes into the lore of Five Nights at Freddy's, it felt like it probably should have been a second movie. So the first movie, and and maybe the studio wasn't going to give them more than one movie. Although, if you'd let the damn thing stay at the theater, you probably would have made plenty of money uh, in order mm-hmm. to have a second movie, no problem. Mm-hmm. But you know, if if you would have stuck to the terrifyingness, if you would have made it more like a Chucky or more like it, more more like a a a scary as shit first movie where you're terrified of these animatronics instead of making them uh, making you, you know, have sympathy for them and like have this entire storyline where they're sympathetic characters. No, no, you're supposed to be terrified of them. And then you bring this storyline into the second movie, right? This really should have been a second movie storyline. The first one should have been all about how, terrifying it is to be there and and we slowly learn little bits and pieces about the backstory and then leave us hanging at a point to where we get the second movie which actually delves deeply into what was an interesting backstory and if you've watched any of the youtube videos that talk about it there is a very interesting uh you know franchise here there's an interesting universe that's been created around this game i would say what do you think no i agree um the first thing i thought when it ended was uh well, I mean,
0: there's no way to make a second movie like this you was, could, but it's going to be what it's going to be derivative. This feels like the last movie already. <laughs> this feels like, yeah, like, like you already buttoned this up and you definitely could have gotten two movies out of this. And I'm not someone who says like, oh, just do a sequel to a sequel. But like, there's a lot of lore here, right? Mm-hmm. We could have had the, um, you know, that first security guard that gets murdered. We could have. You could have, there was a lot more lore you could have shown us about how uh, they operate and why. So maybe set up the first one with a security guard that's just trying to, literally just trying to survive the five nights he has there and, you know, have him un, uh, uncover certain pieces of what's happening as he goes. And then now we're already fully, underst- we already fully understand what's happening with the animatronics and what they're doing. And then you bring this guy in and you for the second movie and we don't have to go back to the animatronic storyline. We don't have to understand that anymore. Um, now you couldn't have revealed that Matthew Lillard's character was the big bad.
2: Yeah. 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 We don't want to mix that anyways.
0: Right. But you could have definitely have shown, you know, the golden bunny or whatever. There could have been something there, but you definitely, there should have been a terrifying movie. And then the ra- the lore wrap up for the second movie. I get yeah, 100%. And now you really can't have a second movie. If you do have a second movie, what's it, what's it going to be? Like I I don't see how you can possibly have a second movie. Like we 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 are no longer afraid of these things because we know what they are, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, there's no terror. And I think that's that's part of the problem is and I I do when I learned, I didn't know what they were. When I learned the lore on it, I was like, "Oh, wow, that's interesting, you know, that that it's actually, you know, Children or whatever. Oh, and they're so, still in you know, there. That was sort of crazy, creepy, and crazy. It's super creepy and super crazy. And there needs to be some sort of fear uh involved. Now there's no fear, and uh and you're right. It would be to do another movie would be pointless at this point. They've they've shot their their proverbial wad, so to speak.
0: Yeah, and and there's a lot of lore that they didn't go into. Just to be clear, like, um I never played the games, but I have watched uh, Matt Pat's videos because they're entertaining.
2: And um, And yeah, they're going to try to make another movie because, of course, the last famous words were, you know, I always come back, right, right. And that was, of course, setting, you know, letting you know that. And of course, at the end, you see, you know, of course, the 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 character is still kicking and screaming or whatever. So, right as it like as it like bites into him or whatever. Yeah, maybe he
0: comes. Maybe maybe he's no longer human now. He's one of the whatever. And see, I didn't understand. I, I also would like to know how they're still living. You know. There was things that the game would explain, but this didn't have time to explain.
2: Right. It Yeah, It's it was already a long enough movie at an hour and 50 minutes. You know, they could have had a little bit of a shorter movie, made it a little more terrifying. You know, I, th- I do think Josh Hutcherson was the right guy. Uh, there are moments where, you know, um, him and Elizabeth Lyle, who Lyle, who plays the the female cop, there's like this this desire to find out why the relationship is so strange. Uh, When you finally learn what's going on, it's like, oh, okay, I get it. But there's this, you know, kind of mess getting there.
0: It was weird too. Like when she, when she turned, she knows everything about the place. Right. And she turned on the animatronics
2: and they started singing, like singing. And she was like, would you like to dance? And you're like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. There was some weirdness there. There's like, you know, some disconnect. And I think they were trying to do. She met him five minutes ago and she's already like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> really into like she already sort of under she already like feels like
0: you we're supposed to like have they already met do we not right yeah no it was, it was that was, was she hard. that was creepy now and then like it stopped working so she didn't dance or whatever but I think maybe they were trying to show her as being like this very broken person too
2: I think so and they just they had a hard time getting us there um, I think Piper Rubio who plays his his uh, his little sister Abby um she did good i know i don't think so at all oh, i thought I she was she actually good. a terrible little actress uh i didn't think she did a good job i thought uh they should have found somebody who who had a little bit more on-screen charisma i think uh, any kid could have played that role i think she was
0: supposed to be playing like uh someone who was um like maybe autistic or something because like the, the teacher was saying how she's having yeah. a hard time or whatever then at the well, end, she's, she's traumatized.
2: Like, right. I mean, she's traumatized. She lost her mom. Uh, the father apparently couldn't cope. So we didn't really find out what happened to the father, except that he just couldn't cope. Maybe that's so maybe that's
0: the everybody. second movie. Maybe he turns into one of the animatronics.
2: I don't know. At so this that, point, it's going to all be stupid. I mean, no yeah. matter what they do next, it's stupid. Although I got to be honest. Uh, I liked, uh
0: now we don't know actually what happened to this character, but I'm hoping that she got killed.
2: She did. Yeah, obviously she was. Yeah, she did. i really hoping that was, was satisfying. Horrible. Yeah. I mean, the only people who really get killed are the ones that are bad and which right. is not what this is about. And I'm not sure that's, you know, that's, that's a little bit of a backstab to gamers, I think, because anybody who's the security guard can be killed. doesn't matter if you're good or bad. And, the, and you end up, you know, pandering once again, the studio ends up pandering to an audience. And, uh, and of course the only people who really get killed that we see, Are uh, some bad guys who show up during the daylight, which didn't make any sense. They were trying to get him fired from his job, so they break in when he's not there.
0: Yeah, that that makes no sense. And then when when the when the cop was like, "Someone broke into Freddy's last night." How do you? First off, that was actually a tell because I'm like, "How do you already know this?" Right? Are you a cop? You just hang out at Freddy's, um, (laughs) and then like, yeah, the whole point was to make him look bad. But yet they go after he's gone,
2: right? And so it didn't really. What, make what was sense. the? Point? Oh,
0: he, uh, he. Maybe he left a door open. No, it clearly showed them breaking in. They didn't leave a door open. They just broke. It made no sense. That just proves that the place needs a twenty four hour security guard.
2: Right. Right. So, so they, they need to the double whole, his pay. <laughs> well, and the whole point was that the, the animatronics come come alive at night. That's what the game plays about. Right. So yeah, it was another kind of weird thing. So I, I mean, I would just say overall that, um, it, it was actually an entertaining movie. I enjoyed watching it. Um, I thought there was enough mystery, even though it was confusing and convoluted. Um, I thought there was enough mystery to keep you intrigued. Uh, there's enough surprises as you get to the end to make the movie watchable. Yeah. Um, I would not say it's a bad movie. It's worth the cost of popcorn, um, I'm discovering like like just about every Blue Mouse movie,
0: even if it's not good, is uh, watchable. It's entertaining. Um, It's watchable, yeah.
2: I I just think they missed a huge opportunity to turn this into something super cool uh, and really capture, you know, kind of like Megan did. Uh, Megan really captured kind of this new idea um, for horror. And I think they could have really capitalized on the idea of kids being, you know, um, taken and kind of, you know, they could have really turned it into something interesting, and and made it something evil that that also later on in future movies uh became sympathetic, maybe.
0: Yeah, this this kid right here was real creepy, though. Like, yeah, he was
2: the goes. best actor, probably of all of them. Jesus, Man. he was he was creepy. He had a great smile. Just imagine
0: getting up to get getting up to get the, some milk uh, at night, you know, <laughs> and uh, you're walking Having back, in your and and this is your kid, and he's just standing in the hallway.
2: Like mm-hmm.
0: fuck, Robbie! What the fuck? Get back in the yeah. back.
2: Actually, yeah, he did the best job of probably everybody. Yeah. Um, oh. If you want to pop it up, we can take a look at where where Five Nights at Freddy's is going to show up on my 2023 list of movies. I, I want to get a shot of the animatronics real quick. There it is. They did good a good stuff. job with that. Yeah, good stuff. They should have, you know, but but a, mo- a game that's built on jump scares should have had more than one jump scare in the whole movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, there was another one, too, with uh, In the
0: House, remember? That was pretty. There was pretty really many. only one,
2: one real. I mean, and I I don't know. It did not feel like I was scared at any moment or suspenseful enough to be, like, freaked out. <laughs> Freddy looks great. Okay. Um. Yeah, let's pull that up. I'm digging Blue Mouse movies, man. I gotta be honest. I mean they're they're entertaining to some degree. I would not say that they're groundbreaking, awesome, incredible movies, but no. but no, they're they're, they're keeping you entertained and they're doing it for pretty cheap. I mean, you know, they're not they're not hundred million dollar movies. You know, they did this for twenty million and they should have no problem making their money back, if not making a little bit more on it. If you take a look at my list here, you can see that uh um you, you gotta scroll down a little bit, but Five Nights at Freddy sits at number 21. That's uh, right below the Super Mario Brothers movie and right above Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. All right. Which tells you all you c- want to know about Indiana Jones and the Dial of <laughs> Destiny. This movie was more enjoyable than that, and Indiana Jones is a classic franchise. Uh, or you, can I'm still so surprised up- <laughs> that Asteroid City is literally last on your list. I well,
0: feel like that movie was made
2: movie. for you. <laughs> it's just... A horrible movie it absolutely makes no sense and so therefore it's no good <laughs> it, it, uh, doesn't, it makes no sense at all but megan if you see megan's here at number six and that is a Bloomhouse movie and it shows the potential of what a horror movie that bloom house can make you know right can do five nights at freddy's easily could have been better than megan had they actually made the animatronics terrifying which megan is terrifying so
0: yeah okay yeah. Okay, man. Um, well, that's it for I, I haven't done my list yet, but uh, I'm it would we're probably, working on it. it it's probably going to be somewhere around the same. So, okay, um, awesome. that's Is it, man. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Listen, it's on Peacock. It's pretty much uh, free, <laughs> so you should give it a go. Cheaper than going to the movies. That's for yeah. sure. All right, uh, from Kenneth the Roke for five dollars, just five bucks. No message, just five bucks. Thank you, Kenneth. Thank you. Appreciate Kenneth. it, my friend. From John Burns, two seventy nine. Can you only get Peacock in North America? That's a great question. Let me find out. <laughs> in
2: Canada, actually.
0: Uh, yeah. So, excellent question. Peacock is currently available to stream in the United States and certain U.S. It's territories.
2: Not. So, it's not available in Canada, but you can use a VPN.
0: You can use one of our uh, one of our past sponsors. I'm sure. Get a, get a VPN.
2: Yep, that'll get you there. Uh, yeah, sorry about that, man. Maybe that's why it's so cheap. Well, it is a it is a a U.S. network TV. It's NBC, basically. So yeah, they've yet to figure out how to pull the Disney and Amazon and get outside of our country. So yeah, they usually sell it to those streaming services later at a later point, so that people can watch it around the globe. Right. Okay, um let's uh let's move on. Thank
0: you guys for that. That was only one? That was there was only two there, uh and only one was a super. All right. So uh, we're gonna talk about old dads pretty soon, but I did wanna share Bill Burr is the writer and star of Old Dads. <clears throat> and there's a very interesting um I've been a Bill Burr fan for a long time. And there was, I just want to share th- this incredible joke that he, that he did that I, always makes me laugh. He was talking about facelifts. And he goes, why would you get a facelift? Um, and I'm going to paraphrase. He goes, there's nothing wrong with being 50 and looking 50. What would you rather be, 50 and look 50 or 50 and look like a 28-year-old lizard?
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. right. (laughs) That's always always got me, man. I, yeah. I wouldn't, um, I don't understand it. I'm a guy, but I don't, also don't understand how people do facelifts and things like that. So,
0: yeah. Um, yeah, uh, go on before we start this review. Oh, thank you. You're, sorry, you're you're on foul. Old dads reminded me of the movies in the early 2000s. Same feel, Mm. but a little updated. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. It, um. It did have that kind of little comedy feel. You don't get a lot of movies like this these days. In fact, you don't get any movies like this hardly nowadays, uh, which is the cool thing about this movie. And I got to give mad shout out to Netflix who actually, you know, is willing to do things like the Dave Chappelle special and this Bill Burr movie. You know, Netflix is as much crap as I give them about kind of having shitty content. Mm -hmm. I got to tell you, like, they're the only ones that are like, we just want to make money. So we're going to do whatever it is that people want right? to make money. And I like respect that in such a wonderful way. Now, tell us what Old Dads is about, Shane. Old Dads. Yes, let me get back to that one. Old Dads, of course, three best friends become fathers later in life and find themselves battling preschool principals, millennial CEOs, and anything created after 1987. Mm-hmm. I would say after 1994, but... Um. Yeah. So it it stars, of course, uh, Bill Burr, Bobby, uh, Canavale, of Canavale, Canavale, I can't remember how to say his name. Bobby, the guy right there. Yeah. Uh, the guy who's trying to stay young looking, and Bokeem Woodbine, who uh, is often referred to as the wish version of Dave Chappelle. He does look like Dave Chappelle. Damn, he looks like Dave Chappelle. In fact, they should have just had Dave Chappelle. It would have cost him too much money to have Dave Chappelle. Yeah, in the movie. it would
0: have cost him a fortune.
2: And I got to tell you, Bo Keem actually did a really good job in this movie. He did. I was really impressed with uh, with him. I was impressed with all three guys in this movie. Um, they are the embodiment of kind of what we're going through right now. Um, the, the movie starts out with a very great scene. They're at like a a little bar- backyard barbecue cookout. We learn that Bill Burr is uh, you know uh, a kind of an unexpected dad at an old age. He's got uh, a young son who they're trying to put through private school ki- uh, kindergarten. Uh, and you and they're on. They have a baby on the way. Uh, Bobby Canaval Canaval Vale. I don't I can't say his damn name. Uh, Bobby, his character is. Uh, has a kid who's completely out of control. Uh and like is chasing other kids with sticks and uh and some interesting stuff. And yeah, his kids he tries nightmare. to correct his kid. And the mom steps in and like does the whole like thing that we hate. Go, can I tell you what she did? So, yeah. <laughs> she snaps her fingers and hisses
0: at him. Like, shut up. Oh my, oh my. like that It's stuck. That's where it started for me. That was like <laughs> It was supposed to make you feel that way. Oh my! I I, I immediately that is where I immediately, I started to feel uh, a uh, attacked and frustrated, <laughs> and I was like, ah, ah, uh, uh,
2: the you whole. You need like, to let him feel what he's feeling right now. <sighs> no, that kid need, what he needs what needs is, is an ass whooping is what that kid needs, bro. In the words you know. of Bill Burr,
0: like normally I idle. Uh, I don't, you know, my. People say I go from like a hundred, you know, zero to a hundred in in three seconds. No, no. I I idle at about fifty miles an hour, right? (laughs) And this movie quickly got me up to 80 miles an hour, just sitting there.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, because they're hitting on all the things that frustrate us, especially as guys, you and I, who have younger children. Right. And and that's what kind of what this is is about. You have these three buddies who at one time own their own business. Like a tri- like a merch factory, like a, a, sh- a shirt store. I know it's a t shirt shop, right?
0: Yeah. I'm sitting there like, <gasps>
2: okay. So Brian's having, and you know, of course, you know, because Brian and I have a t shirt thing, and yeah. we're, you know, we've been doing it for a long time, and we're partners. I was right? having These like guys a crisis. <laughs> um, but it turns out Bill Burr had to sell had to sell the business uh, so that he could pay essentially for his kid to go to private school. Right. Is what it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. The
0: business, uh, I guess, didn't make enough money to afford the lifestyle of having kids and a wife. So he got married and had kids and he started he needed more money. And when an opportunity came from to sell their shop, uh, they all agreed to do it. And but they're but they're still working at the shop because they they're staying on, you know.
2: Yeah, because they still got to earn some. It wasn't enough money. So they still got to earn. And they're supposed to be like these, you know, revered. You know owners who know how to do everything but of course they're saddled with a with a uh with a millennial ceo or i don't even know if it's a millennial it's almost like a generation z i don't know it was a, uh, it was CEO, a zoomer i think zoomer who you know has kind of the fresh new way of looking at everything where carbon neutral uh oh my god uh, diverse workers <laughs>
0: yeah, i'm gonna i'm gonna play that hopefully you don't get it. watch this it looks like yeah, so when they come in...
2: Have a seat, get
3: comfortable. This is your company, right? <laughs> you built it. And I want you to know that I respect the shit out of what you've done here.
0: So he respects what they've done. Yeah. And then immediately follows up with, but we're going to change everything. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, man, come
2: I on, mean before... huge shout out to Miles Robbins, who plays Aspen Bell good. here. He really did a great job as his character. He did, he did, he did. I thought he did a good job of pissing us off and... Uh making these guys seem stupid. Oh, he immediately fires everyone <laughs> not born
0: yeah, after a certain year, after right? like 1985 or before nineteen eighty He like, sorry, he fires everyone basically uh, over 35.
2: Well, they do a really good job in this movie of showing how this new way of thinking is, is, is militaristic in its own way. Is, is, is it, it's uh what's the term that everybody likes to use? um for you know Probably a government man. authoritative oh authorita- it, yeah it's it's authoritarian and it's it's fascist right this it's they do a good job of showing how you know, they fire everybody who doesn't think a certain way they're going to change everything about the business to make it work and this guy's a complete and utter douchebag in the way he does it and um as we'll learn soon he does some other things but <laughs> first we have to deal with <laughs> this and then kind of going shit.
0: home He's trying to drive home, and there's a scooter in the middle of the road. He's like, "Sure, the road, bro." <laughs> yeah. Listen, and of course, uh, yeah, and, and a lot of people work. here have a lot of people here haven't dealt with this, but okay, in LA, scooters are a thing. Oh people, yeah. people yeah. rent scooters, car. Yeah. and and they 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 drive around on their rented scooters. Okay, it's the stupidest thing ever because they're always in your way. Like, this, this movie shows multiple times how these things almost get hit by cars. That happens a lot if you ever drive in L.A. Like, you would be driving in L.A. and the random scooter is completely ignoring the crosswalk and just zooming across the street. It's it's hilarious. It's And it's such a, it's a Zoomer thing. It's a
2: Zoomer thing. Right. And we, so we get a series of things that occur like this that slow him down and make it difficult for him to get to where he's supposed to be, which is to pick up his kid.
0: The gay couple with the pug. Pretty, pretty on brand.
2: It's yeah. It's just kind of.
0: He's like, wait, am I? Am I I'm the asshole. And his response, They're all looking at like he's an asshole because he's he's telling this guy to get get on the sidewalk. He's like, wait a minute, am I the ass? I'm not the asshole. He's the asshole. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> it's such a. Oh, this movie had me going the whole time, bro.
2: Yeah, it was. It was good. Oh, well, he picking finally up his there. kid
0: two minutes late. Was the best? Because you understand. I have kids. (laughs) They go to a private school. I have to pick them up by a certain time. Like the way this teacher uh, talks down to him mm, as mm. if he is not the one paying her.
2: Oh, you've been through this. I have
0: been through this so many times. And he, he starts off trying to be cool. He's trying to be cool. He's like, oh, you know, I'm just a couple minutes late. No big deal. Yeah. But she keeps digging into him she's hmm. trying to get a reaction out of him until finally he reacts and then when he reacts after she dragged the reaction out of him everyone is fucking shocked that he reacted how are, why are you shocked you just spent 5 minutes trying to get a reaction out of me well guess what bitch you finally did <laughs>
2: That's how I was feeling the entire time. Like I go through this all the time, and I'm just keep my mouth shut. This is like this is like Brian and Brian's life, like Dude. our life, kind of to a T. Especially yours, I think, right now. I, I felt like there were more things in here, like more because I feel like you do the private school thing, and right. you know, and he's under a lot of pressure from his wife to you know he, he calls her I think the c word here. This is pretty vulgar. Just heads up. It's, At some point, yeah.
0: So after, you can't watch this in front of. Your he kids. was being polite the whole time. He was being, he was talking to this adult woman that he pays an insane amount of money as an adult, as an equal, he was having a friendly back and forth. Even when she was digging at him for being two minutes late, he was still being polite.
2: But when she kept going is when he goes, You know. well, what? yeah, it he, wasn't just keeping going though. It was learning what the rule was. That for every minute you're late, you have to pay a dollar. Well, yeah. And then when he when he's like, okay, oh, yeah, fine, cool. I, and he
0: puts the kid down. He goes and pulls two dollar. He goes, but this time it's okay. The first time is.
2: Uh, yeah. Then we, she let him off. Then She's why, like, you are you <laughs> why are you even dead? Why are you?
0: That's when he lost it. That's when he lost it. And you know what? That's when I would have lost it too. <laughs> That's when I would have lost it too. That's when we all would have lost it. Jesus. Oh, yeah. my God. I was like.
2: So we come to learn, we come to learn. And of course, uh, the wife is none too happy to find out that he had this altercation with the teacher because the teacher is the all powerful community member who can get their kid into some uh, uh, esteemed private school, which he's now sold his business, which he's now sold his business to pay for so that his son can have a better chance than him. Because he loves his kid. He wants the best for his children, as we all do. And so he's willing to make incredible sacrifices for his children that all seem to now be backfiring in his face because society is moving on without him. Right. His
0: his wife seemed very nice, but she, like, never took his side, which also bothered me. Like, she didn't fully understand uh I think that she knew that he was dealing with this uh this like he's the one he's the one with the anger issues, except for he's the one constantly being attacked by everyone.
2: Well like, he's also he's So also what do you has, do? How do you how well, do you deal with that, Shane? Well, but he also doesn't have any give. So and this is something that the movie does teach us, is he's Bill Bill's character is a hard line about everything. Right. And you know, sometimes you do have to get along to get along. And I think the mother is a great example of someone who kind of lives that way, but also has his same values because she gets into her own pissing contest with the same mom who was letting her kid be out of control, essentially. Yeah, but 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 first the kid had to
0: literally physically punch her in the stomach and she's pregnant before she opened her mouth.
2: No, she. Well, no, that's not true because she wanted to say something during that first party. Right. She's like, I'm going to talk to her. And they're like, no, 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 no. After no, the kid no, physically do
0: assaulted the other kid. Right.
2: Right. She's like, no. Nah. And of course, the male guy, the guys, including, you know, a wish version of Dave Chappelle <laughs> Woodbine uh, discount, was like, no, you never got Dave. I love I absolutely love how like he qualifies himself. Like after that statement, she's like, like, what do you know? Or something like that. And he's like, ex-wife, girlfriend talking to each other. Kids graduated through college. And he's like living on easy street. Right. He's right. like done it all. Yeah. You know,
0: uh, fair enough, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, yeah. I guess like, like, yeah. You know what okay. about
2: So she does have her moment where she's like, you know, I don't agree with this stuff. You know, um, I don't necessarily agree with this, but I want our children to have the both success. So she's willing as a mom to do whatever it takes. If I have to bow, bend the knee, then I will bend the knee. And it seems as if Bill Burr's character is the same way. Like he's willing to do anything except this one thing. Right. And that's kind of where they're having their problem. Okay.
0: When he goes to apologize, (laughs) <laughs> after that first encounter so, so fucking great this is this is insane but you this know what so you insane. everyone that watches this that that have, that doesn't have kids in school they probably think this is um, not real but it is real
2: okay i've never run into this situation so he goes because... to
0: apologize to this, megaloma- this <laughs> megalomaniac this megalomaniac and she takes him to her whole community of people all the other parents and he has to apologize in front of them. And they start voicing their
2: problems. I wasn't there, but
0: I was deeply offended. Like, oh what
2: God, yeah. the F but that's the, that's society right now. Like right. it doesn't affect you at all, but you want to sit here and bitch about it. Right? So he, he apologizes. He bends the knee, he Apologizes to everyone.
0: The, the big black dude. He was like, he's like, oh, I feel like uh, you were size shaming me. And he wasn't even right. there by the way. He wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he puts on this big, giant, like, uh, uh, auction to help the school. He does all the work. He puts well, it all Well, he hasn't up. done it yet. He hasn't oh, done wait, wait, wait. It. I mean, sorry. At some point. So he
2: does bend the knee, but she keeps pushing him, dude. Right, yeah. He's trying. Because she doesn't like him. The knee. He's bending the knee to the as best as he can. But he's not. Uh, she doesn't like him because he doesn't just completely, you know, wave the white flag. Right. Like everybody else has. And that's a good problem with the left in our sc- culture or the liberal, the super liberal side of our co- our society who, who has, who want, who does not, is not good enough that we compromise. You must be completely yeah. do whatever I want you to do. Yeah. You must, you must be a, a slave to
0: my will. Yes. I need you to completely bend to my will and completely
2: adopt my way of thinking or else there's no compromise. And right. the movie does a great job of capturing that here where there is no compromise and he's trying to compromise, but there's no reasonableness. Yeah. There's
0: none. Yeah. Uh, also discount. Dave finds out that his new girlfriend who didn't want kids is pregnant. And he's like, wait, <laughs> wait a minute.
1: <laughs> I love that when he puts Your... his
0: glasses on, like, let me look at that. Yeah, go. No, he was excellent in this movie. Go, he was, I, go, I go pee down. again. Yeah, do yeah. do it again? Piano pee stick. again.
2: <laughs> no, and he of course. So then he's having a life-altering crisis, and which which the story goes through. They're all having a life-altering crisis. Um, you know, because Connor, who, Bobby's character, you know, he's he's a beta male uh, to his alpha wife. His wife is so horrible. Do anything about it when he's sitting on the toilet trying to write a letter to Jack to Bill Burr's character. <laughs> <laughs> and his wife is like, he has to like eat it, like throw it. You know, it was and she
0: knocks on the door. He's tired. like, oh, no. <laughs> he's, he's so, so afraid of he's her, so
2: terrified of her. And
0: then when we, we, he we thinks she's gone, he pulls out the pen and starts again. And then she says, she, like, What are you doing? And he looks up, she's right there. He's like, Noth- Nothing, nothing, nothing. nothing, nothing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they did a great job. All, all the characters are fantastic. Oh, God, it's great. Uh, they How old do you think they- I am?
0: uh 48? Wait, how did you
2: know that the neck? It's the <laughs> yep, neck. Yeah, yeah. He's obsessed, of course, with his age and being younger, and this is just typical midlife crisis stuff. But eventually, these guys end up being sent out to to do a job by their new boss, and uh, they're in a rental car, and they're having a and a conversation that guys would have, perhaps, that would not be necessarily proper and open public. I'm sorry. Before we get there, the scene when they're
0: playing the auction and this and and, and and he they have an idea uh and this guy's like i'm sorry that's very white-centric, white centric white male so no, no, he's, he's like
2: why are white males always uh you know dominating the conversation and he's like is this isn't this guy a white male too?
1: <laughs> He's like,
0: wait, wait, wait. Is is this guy a white male? He's like, I'm sorry, I did my ancestry and me, and I'm a 17th yeah. <laughs> Cherokee
2: or whatever. No, what it was like India, <clears throat> India, or something like that. Like a three uh, percent right. Galapagos Islands or whatever. <laughs> For it, me, it was
1: so stupid.
2: <laughs> it was, but you know, they they. This is the stupidity of how society is right now, in a way. You know?
0: Right, so they get sent off on this mission to find this guy, <laughs> this guy who doesn't want to be famous.
2: Yeah. yeah,
0: and they're basically going to go and they're going to find this guy who doesn't want to be famous, so they can make him famous. It's a stupid social media nonsense, you know, stunt.
2: It's something that they would do,
0: and they send they send uh, he sends not just three three guys, but also his right hand man, right?
2: Yes, played by uh, Justin Miles plays the Travis. So
0: they're having a conversation, and by the way, I I believe that this is a normal conversation friends would have, rather comfortable each other, would have in a car, on a road trip. Right. Yeah.
2: Um, It's not. It it wasn't. It wasn't. PC. Yeah. It's not going to be PC. But it wasn't also
0: overtly
2: offensive either. No one in there is offended by what they're saying. Well, no one in the car is offended, but it doesn't matter if anyone in the car is offended. If anyone in society could potentially be offended by what you were saying in private, you have now failed, sir. Right. That That is the problem. And that's what the joke, like the joke is, is like, I'm sorry, there are no cameras in rental cars, Uh, you know, recording everything that you say and do, at least not yet. Uh, but they end up going through this entire exercise here where they ch- they trap Travis into s- do saying something inappropriate, or that he does things inappropriate when he's alone. Yeah, the way the way Discount Dave pulls it out, he's
0: cause he, he basically says your conversation's offensive, and he goes, "I'm sorry, uh, you you like rap? You like hip hop?" He's like, "Yeah, <laughs> right. Wu Tang Clan, Doctor Dre." He goes, "You you sing along NWA. with lyrics?" NWA, he goes, you sing along with the lyrics. He goes, "Yeah, sure." He goes, "What happens when you get to the N word?" He goes. It was so perfect. It was hilarious. Yeah. He's like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't say, what happens yeah. when you get to the n word? It was great. This yeah, I mean, guy he was... eventually
2: gives him a breakdown and say he says it.
0: Yeah, this guy was using his, you know, he, he, the fact that he's black to basically just dunk on this on this zoomer yeah. that that is being a hypocrite. It was great.
2: Yeah, and it, it was all hypocritical, and you know, it's really a great exchange. Um, but you come to find out that, uh, you know, this road trip, they find the guy, it all happens. But when they get back to, uh, to their workplace there, the boss is waiting and he's like, um, yeah, you guys, uh, you know, they recorded the whole conversation and they're fired as a result of the conversation they're having in their car. Right. The private conversation they're having in their car. Right. And then to take it one step further, because, because uh, of the morality clause. The morality clause, which, right. by the way, everybody needs to check their their uh, agreements and make yeah, here's, sure there's no morality. Here's clause.
0: the problem with the mor- with the morality clause. Ready? Who is determining? determine Who has determined what I'm doing is immoral or not? What's moral? Right. right. So that's, that is the, the problem. problem. The morality clause is just a way for a business to 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 just screw you and say yeah. because of mor- your morality clause. Because what is moral today that was wasn't moral last? 10 years ago, vice versa. Who knows? It's just like this, yeah. this ever-evolving gray area that where they can set the goalpost to screw you if they don't like well, you anymore.
2: Well, the prime example is there's a teacher who dressed up this week as Satan uh, in his classroom. And as the students came into the room, he had his little pitchfork over their head and said, All hail Satan, you know, as they walked into the classroom. It <laughs> was <laughs> a joke. It was huh. it was it was a joke, it's Halloween. Right. But it got videotaped, put on TikTok, and he was temporarily relieved of of teaching.
0: Yeah. here. So this is is the this is the funny part, though. He works at an orthodox Christian school.
2: (laughs) Well, whatever. I
0: don't
1: know.
2: (laughs) But this is the but it lines up to what happens here. So now this guy who works, uh, Travis, who works, he's the right hand man of Aspen. He's in his home, he's in his underwear, he's having breakfast morning, and he's saying the N-word. Because <laughs> he's singing along to the Because <laughs> he's by himself at home, singing the lyrics of a song. Right, And they got him on video. Yeah, because your TV had a camera. Because <laughs> your TV has a camera on it, and, and it's perfectly fine to watch what you're doing, and then use it against you and fire you from your job. Oh yeah, it's
0: funny, I, I had to look it up. In certain uh, states, it's okay to secretly record your employees while they're on the job. Like New Mexico. Um,
2: Is it really? Yeah. Well, I mean, secretly record them so, like, have hidden cameras, or you can have cameras out.
0: Like that camera hidden in the rental car in New Mexico.
2: Oh, well, that seems wrong. But okay.
0: Yeah. Welcome to the authoritarian (laughs) state.
2: Um, so they end up you even going deeper into their crisis because now they're all fired. They don't have money to pay for stuff. And uh, everything that Bill Burr has been working towards is slowly being torn apart. Uh, be, and, to, and from his purview, it's because society is is screwing him, right you know and and uh, but he's still trying. He's still <laughs> trying. <laughs> he's uh, still and trying. which leads us to the auction that he's somehow been put in charge of um to raise money for the school. Look at
0: look at him look at him not shaving his head he has that old guy hair on the side.
2: This is they did a good job of showing his time passing. Right. Uh by letting his hair grow out and then shaving it. That was that was a good job.
0: Yeah. And he got and then the discount dave got a job at a law firm or whatever.
2: Yeah, they're all angry at in each a, other. They blame each other. Right. This uh,
0: guy's this, this is when he's riding on the toilet. <laughs> his wife's going to show up.
2: He's not allowed to hang out with with Bill Burr because his he burns won't it. allow it. <laughs> Yeah. His wife won't allow him to hang out with him.
0: Oh my God.
2: All right. So they're at the auction
0: and he's, he's doing a good job. He's, he's doing the best he can to help
2: the school. Well, he's actually putting like, he's really trying. Like he said, I'm going to go all in. I'm going to, I'm going to give them what I think that she wants, which is to raise money. And therefore my kid is going to get the recommendation he needs to get into the special school, my wife wants him to get into. Even right. though I went to public school and I was fine, uh, and everything worked out great, you know, I want to do better for my kids. You now, public school is not the way it used to be. That's for sure. My um, kids in public school have no problem.
0: So they get to the la- one of the last items, which is like
2: two hours with this <laughs> maniac. <laughs> two hours of her private time. And, and he gets, he's got this brilliant idea. Yeah, he gets people
0: bidding, and they get to like twenty five hundred bucks or whatever. And He's like, "Okay, I'll, guys, here, this is for me. Three thousand. Who's gonna? Who can do better than that?" And all of a sudden, everyone stops
2: talking. Yeah, well, he let off the bidding, and then other people were excitedly bidding, and then he got like, hey, "I'm gonna really get get a bunch of money." And he bid three thousand, thinking people were gonna go with him, <laughs> and it's crickets, man. And it's like, it's, like, really? it's such an uncomfortable moment for really? all of us. You guys are all. Knowing, everyone's done huh really
0: okay okay all right
2: (laughs) knowing that he has no money right he doesn't have a job right he's just put his butt in the ringer here and um yeah and so he gets stuck with it but he kind of you know he eats the whole thing and he's doing a good job and but then he has the conversation with dr lois schmeckle turner because the maniac rubs it in his face well that's one point of view the other point of view is she's actually honestly concerned about him. So she if you look at her words, you got to go back and look at this, take away your take away your bias, sir, for My one bias. second and All listen right. to her words. Okay. What she says is, I heard about what happened about you losing your job. It, it's got to be a terrible time that you guys are going through. Let's play it. We, ha- we have literature for you available to you. Now listen, from her point of view, she's trying to be helpful correct or incorrect let's, let's play it
3: are insinuating it. that your financial commitment is going to buy your child oh i played the wrong part damn it <laughs> frankly surprised you'd want to spend two hours with me
1: yeah well i guess i'm full of surprises huh
3: yes yes you are considering i heard that you lost your job and your company
0: considering you lost your job And you're, she's not
3: saying it
2: and sarcastically, she's just simply saying it. Now, listen, this is part of the problem with our society, right? Is you've, she's already a difficult, you know, despicable bitch to deal with. Right. Right. So, but if you take a look at it, honestly, and you just say, let's just take what she's saying for what she's saying. She's, she seems to be honestly trying to help him here in her twisted, you know, uh, looking down upon him sort of way. Right. But Mm. he's so built up with his feelings and his bias and everything going on with him, he can't help but to take it only one way, just like you did, actually. So, hey, let's see what he says. His response Listen, Dr. L, you can drop the act, okay? Listen, Dr. L, you can drop the act, yeah. Now, this is where it gets interesting, right? Because he thinks that she's in it just for the money, right? Well, which, which. She actually was. She actually was. We do find out at the end, right? right. He's All made right, this right. assumption,
0: right? Her her response to him, though... Well, ...we're an innocent child. I guess I did. Good. Well, Is, I yeah, she, she, she then now, now well twists the, the knife. Now she's twisting now, the knife.
3: Excuse me? You heard
0: See? Me. Yeah, she's twi- she twists the knife when she
2: says she's not going to write the recommendation letter or whatever. Yes, right. So, so, you know, he's not wrong, but at the same time... That probably wouldn't have gone down like that if he hadn't have said what he said. He was triggered by the fact that she brought up the fact that he lost his job, right? And uh, She's a even maniac. <laughs> though, in her own weird way, she might have been trying to help him. So,
0: and then he gets kicked out of his house. Uh, a little bit of overreaction
2: here, I think. Um, yeah, from the I, wife, I would say. I would say a touch overreaction. <laughs> like where? Where do you expect him to sleep tonight? Yeah. What's um, What's the plan, lady? And he got this horrible moment where he's in front of his kid, and they're yelling. And you know, I've got flashbacks of that shit from my childhood, so it's a kind of a bummer.
0: And then, um, and then he's at the motel, scene. and he's smoking, and the motel owner <laughs> walk, walks up and says, "You can't smoke." While he's I don't even smoking, know if it's the owner. Hey, he said he was the owner. I don't know. Uh, that's true. He said, and awesome. the dude's vaping. They this they is like goes, right up your alley. He's like, "What's the difference?" He goes, "He goes, I'm vaping." You're smoking. He's See, like, this is an argument you would have given at some point. I know you would have. No, no, no. I would have. I would he never used to say
2: vaping wasn't smoking.
0: No, 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 vaping is different, but I would never not. I was a smoker and now I vape. Why do I vape instead of smoke? Well, because vaping doesn't like you like the guy says you can't smell me from two yeah. miles away anymore. And it's not as offensive, but. That doesn't mean I would ever tell someone outside they can't
2: smoke while I'm vaping. That's incredibly hypocritical. Well, so that's the, but that's the point, right? That's like the whole point. Like it is hypocritical, but from a certain point yeah, of view, think. vaping is not offensive, but a cigar is right. So there's this dichotomy of thought that they're doing a great and job. And I can understand
0: both us. points here, but right. I, But I would never be the D bag that tells someone that when they're smoking outside, not to smoke while I'm puffing on a vape, right? That is
2: incredibly brain dead. Right, and when the d bag across the hallway is actually the voice of reason, we right. both go, "Oh shit!"
0: They, they, right. they're, they're,
2: yeah. <laughs> she's the voice of reason, and she's like farting, and she's grudging. and like, she's disgusting, oh right? God. She's like a horrible, disgusting human being. Where, where have we fallen? <laughs> Right, that's exactly what's going on here Yeah, know? that was so, that was the yeah. joke It's very very clever, the way they very put this clever. up
0: Because this can just be funny on, on the outside But then you mm-hmm. look deeper and you're like This is actually super clever Right,
2: and right. S- sad, sort of yeah,
0: It is a little bit, yeah um, Then this guy has a falling out with his girl And they're at a cafe And they see each other across
2: the way They're like alone, right? It was hilarious, they're alone And they're like they're in the same situation. And so they end up becoming friends again. <laughs> so they're
0: It's
2: great. Now they get their
0: buddy uh, and they go to they're going to go to Vegas. But they don't make it. But they don't make
2: it to Vegas. <laughs> they don't make it to Vegas. They end up at like a, a Indian resort in, or
0: Indian resort, resort or Native or American resort or whatever you call it, um, which is the, on the way to Vegas from California. Palm Springs, basically. Yeah. There are a lot of uh, of like uh, reservation casinos. Yes you can stop at and uh the guy's trying to like gamble all his money away he's trying to tell him not don't do that and they see their boss who was fired sorry that I was hilarious it. by the way he's Aspect. there and he was fired for doing something stupid something small and
2: something ridiculous
0: ridiculous yeah, something
2: yeah. that didn't make any sense and and he's not fired he's like on a like sent away. I guess that's, yeah, that's millennial speak for your fire. Yeah, indefinite leave. Yeah. Right. <laughs> indefinite leave, which I thought the, the movie actually missed an opportunity here. So with this other character, Travis earlier, who they're showing like, like, you know, you do things in public. Don't be a hypocrite. Now here's another moment to show this Aspen bell character that he's been a hypocrite. And as the movie goes, he slowly almost comes to, he comes to their side. Right. Right. He becomes, he now understands the plight of what they're going through. I thought the one mistake that this movie made was there was an opportunity to connect two generations together to yep. show how we can come together as one society, no matter what generation you're on, because yep. common sense is common sense. The truth is the truth, no matter what age you are. Right. And if we continue gaslighting ourselves, it doesn't mean it changes what the truth is. Right. And I I feel like they missed that opportunity in order to focus on uh, Bill Burr's character having more having the growth.
0: Yeah, they could have definitely have shown this guy seeing the like the hypocrisy of his thought process, right? And then helping him grow while helping them grow, um, almost like maybe they join, may, maybe by the end of the movie, like these four guys you know, start a new, uh, t-shirt business.
2: Yes. Or a new business where there's like a, a, a growth where, Hey, the youth of the nation have learned, look, this is idiocy. We need to pay attention to our elders and learn things from the people who came before. And as older people who've moved on, understand that a new generation is coming and that we have to be susceptible to some things that change, right? You know, there has to be that, that, that meeting of the hands. Yeah, this movie was missing that button, growth. I believe. It was. And I, it's almost I, I like they were was set going. It's there. almost like they were setting it up, but they didn't
0: they didn't stick that landing. It's almost like it's they like ended too soon.
2: Yeah, they were missing that one. They needed one voice in the room to say, oh God, guys, you want to make this like an epic, you know, picture of the year that really captures society. And it's something people talk about
0: it. in 20 years.
2: Exactly. Yes. Um like idiocracy.
0: Right, like idiocracy. Yeah, but yeah, so they missed that. Um, there was this moment, like they did go to a strip club. I'm gonna skip over that part so we don't get demonetized. But they do go to a strip club and uh they get in a fight with a bouncer, and this guy does use his millennial (laughs) tactics to get them out of it. He pulls out his phone, he's like, I'm live streaming on TikTok right now, guys. Yeah, he he does. Which uh, is
2: something we would all agree is like one good thing about society is the fact that we can we can put light on things that are evil. Right. Um he eventually
0: gets back to... Uh, oh, he has to use a scooter, by mm. the way, oh. that he hates so bad. So he
2: first meets a taxi driver. This yes. is really important. That taxi driver, that's right. Bruce Dern. Uh, God damn, I love Bruce Dern. He's he was in The Burbs, so remember? Yes, The Burbs. He's He's been in so many great things. Mm-hmm. Bruce Dern plays a character that that is a mirror <clears throat> for, for Bill Burr. He sees his future in this decrepit old character who hates everything Mm -hmm. uh and and has allowed evil to destroy or not evil has allowed hate to destroy his his life
1: Mm
2: -hmm. um and and so i thought it was really great to have this character i thought it was good for character building and i love that bill burr gets on these has to get out and he gets on these on these on uh, the same scooters scooters that he was railing against earlier and he realizes oh my god this is fun yeah, and I got to tell you, I've been on those things myself, and they are fun.
0: I love They're this. He wild. goes, how, "How do I do this?" He goes, "You have scan it, scan with mm-hmm. your phone." Uh, Discount Dave can't do that because he still has a flip this phone. A flip phone. <laughs> right. Great.
2: It's all great. So you, you have know, a flip and-
0: phone. Get on. Yeah. Um. So he goes. He misses the birth of his child. I, I believe that his his wife was still being. Uh, a B at this point
2: for some reason. Well, she's still angry. She's still angry. She's not, she's not certain that he can change. She sees, let me tell you what his wife sees. His wife sees Bruce Dern, right? The future, right? The future of who that character is, the destruction of their family, because he can't get along a little bit with other people. Right. It always has to be his way. And that is the growth of this character. I
0: thought it was funny when, when she goes, you want to hold your kid? And he goes, yeah. And the nurse is like, let me wipe that glitter off first.
2: Oh yeah, that was funny. Yeah, that was, <sighs> the
0: nurse is actually pretty good there. Yeah, the nurse is great. She made, she made me laugh. Um, ultimately, uh, the movie wraps up with him just sort of like, the, all three of them just sort of like learning how to sort of deal uh, with their future. And because they can't, ch- the, the current situation, because they can't really change it. So they have to like grow and modify themselves. So like 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 we said earlier, I think there was a a lost opportunity here. There could have been um, growth on both sides. I believe there was an ending that was missing. Like for sure, Uh, you know we we should have seen those four guys working Mm -hmm. together at a new t shirt shop. Um, There should have been some kind of uh, dialogue that that wrapped up both generations. Because like maybe you're really young, maybe you're a zoomer, and you're like. I think those guys are are idiots. Um, well, they think you're idiots. So, right. right. So there, there's 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 things to learn on both sides. Every generation, and the current generation, to be honest, and I'm gonna say just like South Park did, like they don't know how to do shit. Mm. Um, they're they're living in this sort of like reality that is manufactured by social media. And when you are living in a reality manufactured by social media, then everything is fake. And when you are so engrossed in that fake reality, that your fake reality starts to become your actual reality. And you start treating people in the real world at work and at home and your family and your friends and your teachers or whatever, the way you would treat someone as if you were behind a keyboard is a fabric of our reality destroying stuff. And, there's got to be some kind of growth, and I hope that the you know this current Zoomer generation is pretty rough. I hope that when mm-hmm. they start getting older, they start growing out of it. But this is the worst I've seen in a long time. I'm not just the old guy screaming at the wind here. I've I've been through a few generations, and this is pretty. This one is really bad, and I think it's because that I think it's social media. I think social media, the internet has pretty much destroyed like the thought process and the idea of respect or individuality or individuality and individuality is being destroyed. My my mm. wife works at a school and yesterday um they so they pulled a security guard into a classroom, locked the door, and assaulted this woman with their phones on. What? Yep they assaulted her She was a larger security guard and they they didn't assault her like physically but they were Wait, like the throwing security stuff at a her. woman yeah the, the security guard is a, a larger woman okay they pulled her into a room locked the doors Who's they? Were, the the kids that go to the school oh
2: okay the kids pulled, and they were throwing okay.
0: they were filming her throwing stuff at her uh just verbally assaulting her and uh they were filming it and she threw out an expletive um, at the kids, because she felt threatened, and she was punished. Really, that happened at your wife? This school? happened yesterday. Three days ago, or last Friday, last Friday, um there was a fight. Two kids were getting in a fight, and they had like this ring, you know, like what kids do at school. Well, mm-hmm. uh, the disciplinary uh, principal and security guards, they pushed their way to the middle of the ring. The second they do, the two kids in the middle of the ring scatter. And now kids are throwing food, literally throwing food at the principal, the disciplinary principal and the guards. They have almost zero respect. Just, just They're just animalistic. And they Ooh. believe they're in the right. The entire time they think they're the righteous ones while they are, are acting like animals.
2: Thank and you, TikTok. Thank you, parents the, who don't hold your kids accountable.
0: Filming it the entire time. And, yeah, the, and yeah, here we are. And these are... These are teenage, 16 to 18 year olds. This is the next generation of people. The next generation of people that are going to be getting jobs and, and shit. Like they act like that. No, They
2: won't. They won't be getting jobs. They'll be living at home with their parents. It's all good though. It's
0: crazy. You, and, and you ask <laughs> yourself, like, what, are, how do you, how, like, What? I'm not sure how, how we get past this one. And I'm not the old guy staring at the wind. This is a real thing right now. It's crazy.
2: Yeah. And I'm sure that there are, you know, baby steps but you know at what point does you know <clears throat> you know some of these kids just need harsh reality that's what it is and you know accountability and a lot of that's not happening in 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 some of the inner city schools um unfortunately uh, old dads is sitting at number eight movie of the year for me wow uh, it did it actually falls below oppenheimer uh but above talk to me which was a very good horror movie this year
0: that's awesome yeah um, yeah. Number eight. I'm seeing it right now. Look at that. All right. Um, I don't know where I would put it on my list, but number eight is pretty good. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, so that's it for old dads. Uh, I, you know, I would give it a go. It's a, it's a good movie. Um, like I said, I, I do believe it ended a little too soon. I believe that we need some have some kind of wrap up to make this a, a classic,
2: but I think it could have been the best movie of the year. Um, if at- it had just, Captured that societal moment. It was so close. It was so close. Yeah,
0: it was so close. Like I needed needed like an extra fifteen minutes, and you could have, you could have,
2: you could have done it so close. Bring us all together. That's what we're looking for.
0: All right. Well, uh, speaking of that, uh, John Burns two seventy nine. Why are you landing in Indianapolis? Funny Bill Burr. Yeah, Bill Burr is really funny. Um, He's he's close to becoming my favorite comedian uh, right now. Um, I've gone back and watched. since I've watched the movie, I, I watched one. I listened to one of his specials while I was working and he is really, really funny. He's a little angry. Um, but you know, where I am in my life, angry, uh, works. So
2: <laughs> that's true.
0: Okay. And no money G for $10. What's up? No money. G? I haven't seen you in a couple weeks, man. Welcome back. I was just reading the reviews for this movie. The ones giving it a low score are the people that are the problem in this movie.
2: (laughs) LOL, man. No, it's true. That's, man, that is so true. We should look at that. It's it's on Rotten Tomatoes, right? It's it's hard for people to look at things from a different viewpoint. It's very difficult to turn off your bias, no matter what side you're on, and be able to look at it from a point of honesty. And uh, I have a feeling that those reviewers are going to have a hard time.
0: Yeah, look at this. Look at this. Ha ha. 88% audience Oh, my God. 26% funny. critics. Hey, guess what, guys? Oh. Um, every single time, every, like, without fail, every time Shay and I love a movie, every single time, the tomato meter is just like this. The critics, super low, audience super high. Every at some point you go, okay, so the critics just don't know what they're doing. They don't know they're what just they're trying talking
2: to keep, about. No, they're just trying to keep a job. This is this is self-preservation. Because in your in your in your liberal publications, you're not going to get to review the next movie if you uh, highly review a quote-unquote conservative right-wing point of view it wasn't
0: even it wasn't even right-wing or conservative though
2: that, no no that's why i put it in air quotes right because that's the perception that any of these opinions are obviously the opposite side of the political spectrum and as we all know the political spectrum and your political belief is all that matters the truth doesn't matter like if the truth gets in the way of, of who you want to be in some sort of public office then fuck the truth and that's the reality. Man. Right. That's the way our society works right now. Whether you're the news, the newspaper, any, it doesn't matter. Like as long as your side wins, that all that's all that matters. And humanity is is cursed by this competitive desire. And I'll tell you what, it's going to destroy our culture um, if it keeps up. Here is this guy gives
0: it a score of a D and he, I don't know why it's a fresh tomato. He says a vulgar and unfunny comedy. How how does Rotten Tomatoes work? <laughs> he gave it. He gave it a fresh. He gave probably it fr- because
2: the sto- the story was good.
0: Maybe he doesn't know how to use Rotten Tomatoes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point.
0: Uh, Luisa Moore, Rotten quality wise, it lands squarely in the middle of the pack, which is probably just good enough for its intended audience. Wow, already hitting the audience right there Immediate, immediately. Immediately uh, attack the
2: audience. Attack the audience. Attack the audience.
0: Attack the people that are going to like this movie. That's a, that's yep. what good reviewers do. For the rest of us, it's another throwaway comedy with stale jokes at a watered down premise. I've never seen this. Have you seen this, Shane?
2: What? Oh have, uh, uh, have you
0: seen this premise before? Never. Not never. once. I've no. never seen I'm forty two years old. I have never seen this premise. <laughs> so where are you getting this? It's it's what people want to hear. Do you read it. read a fresh one? All right. uh, This movie as a whole is just a clothesline to hang a string of grievances against an ultra sensitive and hypocritical society. But like Bill Bird's stamp material, when it hits, it can be very funny.
2: Mm, That's true. Uh,
0: The writing sometimes collapses into overkill, but sometimes it is precisely on point. Mm.
2: Fair, honest.
0: Uh, (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. All right. Well, these, these reviewers are stupid. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what the hell they're talking about, man. Like, I'm sorry, but like that, that, that reviewer that said a stale joke and watered down premise. She has to be being dishonest, right? Because I've never seen that premise before.
2: Well, I've seen thousands and thousands of movies from the point of view of the alternate side of her point of view it's because she doesn't like it and oh yeah it's stale because you people who like this movie this is all you it's stale you guys always think the same thing it's watered down it's all you guys talk about that's what she's really talking about not the movie she's not being um opt- you know she's not trying to gauge the movie for itself or based on other movies only based on your political side of the spectrum that's what she's that's what she's So reviewing. she's
0: criticizing um the idea not the movie Got exactly it. Uh, some of the, some of the audience reviewers are pretty good. I'll show you. I want 10 seasons of this. One film wasn't enough. <laughs> That's true. Um, but by the looks of it, a big part of the so-called critics don't like being criticized themselves in a movie. <laughs>
2: Fair enough. It's true. I create
0: an account just to come on here and rate this movie. If you have a sense of humor, you'll like this movie. If you think everything in life needs to be PC, you won't.
2: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, most of culture understands most people. Most people who are quiet most of the time agree. Probably yeah. a few more super chats here, and then we'll move on to the box office. Okay. Uh, okay. Let me get the next one. John
0: Burns two seven nine. We prefer the term non-human. H- humanalistic. I can't even say the word. <laughs> humanalistic. Brian.
2: non humanistic Gotcha. Well said, John.
0: Thank you, John. You're on fourth for fifty sec. Younglings of today. I love that younglings. Younglings of today need to be put in a place put in place hate entitled hate. Hats. Hats. Uh so you're you saying that we need Anakin Skywalker to
2: deal with the younglings? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like what he's saying. Uh you know what we need is we need a uh, a proverbial uh <laughs> Yeah. We we need it from a, the proverbial sense. We don't actually want to kill anybody, but they do need an ass whooping. Essentially, that's what they need. Everybody needs an ass whooping.
0: Yeah. Uh Mark Normand, uh John Burns night, Porn is more diverse than Disney.
2: <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. That sounds like a deep cut, John. That is a deep cut. Um awesome.
0: Yeah. Someone on someone said too, like, uh Lord thought Lord th- Lord Thoth said the problem is there's there's no threat of discipline there there is no discipline anymore
2: that's the problem
0: and you know what I was thinking like no consequences when my wife is telling me this story this horrifying story of a security guard um, who is sitting there being mobbed in a locked room and I'm realizing the frustration this person must have felt when she can't do anything. She can't mace these kids. She can't hit these kids. So she yells some expletives. And because she cursed around the kids, she got suspended. Mm. So she can't even curse when she is feeling threatened or she gets she suffers in some way. I told my wife, listen, if that security guard is suspended, you should hire me for a couple of days. I will beat the shit out of every <laughs> You'll one will end up of in prison. Kids no you can't <laughs> yeah. but babe you need to hire me under a different name let's say you know rob montoya and then i'll be no. on there i will put the fear of god into those kids i will walk around and every kid that looks at me sideways i'll just backhand randomly i'll just be like i'll be a menace until i'm fired and well, then when you, the cops show up to try to find
2: rob montoya i'll be gone <laughs> do you know why kids are getting away with this stuff and why the schools aren't doing anything because the schools are afraid that the kids aren't going to come to school. And if the kids don't come to school, they don't get paid. It's that simple. That's true. Um, and you know what? Parents these days, they don't really care if their kids are going to school. They don't. It's crazy. Um, it's, it's, it's a thing. It's like a whole backwards thing. If I was that security guard, I would, I would ma- file complaints. I would start filing, you know, official complaints with people, you know, and take it as far as the school board and say, look, something has to be done. Children should not be allowed to force a security guard into a room, lock the door, and then harass the security guard. No, there needs to be consequences. Not only, right. I mean, there could be criminal consequences. There should be for that behavior.
0: Yeah, what, what happened know? to juvenile? Like, is there is there juvie anymore? Like, what's
2: going I on? I think it still exists, but you know, it's listen, when was the last time you saw somebody get pulled over on the side of the road? It's I haven't been seen a, a cop pull, pull somebody over. Cops don't pull people over anymore. Yeah, you want to know they're, why they're afraid. They're afraid. Right. Teachers are afraid. Cops are afraid. We've created a society that's afraid to do anything because of the consequences. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start just like flipping off random cops like, what's up? Well, no, you'll get pulled over. No, no, no. You're a white male. You will get pulled over. No, no, no. <laughs> like, wait, I thought you guys were not to pull people over anymore.
0: Get out of the car, sir. <laughs> get out of the car. He's like, you're white.
2: We can yeah. beat you up. Eh? We can do whatever we want. No to one you. cares. <laughs> get what on the floor. That? What was that South Park comment that, that black woman, uh, Cartman? Is oh, you can't Mickey? be a racist over white people. can't be people racist <laughs> if it's against white people. That's what they said.
0: I would right. totally get beaten up. And <laughs> Shane said you guys were pulling people over.
2: Who's this Shane and how can we beat him too?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, Shane. Is that your brother? Okay. What's his address? Sounds like a white name.
2: <laughs> Sounds like a white name to me.
0: <laughs> Shane, they're on the way to you, bro. They're not even from your jurisdiction. They're driving all the way up there. <laughs> what they said was they've been really wanting to beat people up for a long time. And we're the first people that gave my reason.
2: (laughs) We're the only safe ones to attack. Oh
0: my God. Yeah. Um, it's, it's pretty gnarly, man. Uh, my wife comes home with like horror stories of, uh, these just this monster generation. You know, I posted on Twitter the other day, um, a video clip I found of, um, some, uh, zoomer, just getting in the face of some people at, at like a ethnic restaurant.
2: Oh, that was an old video, by the way. That was like, that's like six or eight months old.
0: Well, I know. I know. Yeah. But I, I've had that video on my hard drive for a while. Mm. Um, And it was, it was after I heard the story. I, I don't have the video of the security guard getting beat up, but I'm, oh. I'm sitting there and I'm watching that video. And I'm like, I'm just waiting, you know, for a right hook. Like someone just, 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 just punch the kid. Like the problem is the kid has never f- faced any kind of discipline for his actions. So he feels totally and completely invulnerable.
2: Well, they are, that is the problem. Kids are totally and completely invulnerable now. And uh, listen, nobody wants to hit or beat kids, but th- if there's no fear, if children don't have any fear of something being grounded, having something taken away, uh physical punishment then they're not going to learn their children their brains don't develop until they're almost 25 years old you know there's you know something has to be done i because have a solution this, this is terrible
0: you, you know the i answer. feel like
2: your solution is going to be violence no 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 no
0: no. it's not violent i'm not i'm not going to commit the violence i'm too old <laughs> okay we
2: need to bring back bullies <laughs> well that's the problem is is like uh, you know they got rid of all the bullies all right um yeah, uh. we need bullies back. Sorry to say, look, guys, I, I I don't like bullies either. But you know what?
0: It was obviously an important part of the ecosystem.
2: <laughs> it's like it's like killing off a killing you, off a species. You yeah you that's... you. So what you did was you killed
0: off the apex predator, right? <laughs> and and now all the prey are just running amok, shitting on everything, damaging. You know they're they're destroying houses and lawns. They're harassing cars. Because you you got rid of the apex predator,
2: yeah, that's it.
0: You can't look. An ecosystem is a delicate thing. Just same is in, in as as humans. If you remove the apex predator from an ecosystem, what happens? The well, rabbits all... f like rabbits, and now we're all being terrorized by deer well, and rabbits.
2: You can also say that they that, that the bullies can can stay gone, but they remove the apex predator known as the accountable parent. So the accountable parent who helped, who, who taught their children right from wrong and held them accountable when they did things wrong and allowed teachers and schools to hold kids accountable when they did things wrong. They don't need to be bullies. There need to be adults who hold kids accountable. Well, That's so, what we really need. so what about this? Instead of bullies, what about
0: proper peer peers, peers that, that were, where you can make fun of your friend for doing or saying something stupid. You can't do that anymore. Like, you know, listen, a big part of my growth, growth as a teenager was my friends being like, "Yo, what are you doing? Hey, dumbass, you look That's stupid right, right now." I, I don't, I don't think they hate me for that. You imagine today, that would be a hate crime, right? It'd be a horrible thing. No, no, but my peers, they gave me shit for things when I did something stupid, when I said stupid stuff when i showed up looked like dressed dumb or my hair was ridiculous or i or i or i ate it trying to hit on a girl i was i was i was trained
2: at a young age you by my peers i was shamed yeah, you, you were shamed into, there is no shaming you know. there is no shaming anymore well because everything is now anonymous so the, the the there's no more ability to shame someone because there's no being in the presence of society to be shamed you know so now when it happens on you know on the Oculus quest, you know, I see it all the time. I've got my 10 year old who plays this gorilla tag game and these kids are constantly yelling at each other and saying terrible things to each other. And dude's like, dude, I'll get you. I'll kill you. I'll get you. I'm like, no, you won't. Cause you're on, you're virtually someplace else. And so there's nothing literally you can do about it. You know? And so there's this, there's this whole learning thing that's happening with these young people where, uh, there's no consequences. I saw, I, do. I saw a story a few months ago. Um, uh, it was about
0: uh, it was um, uh, teen, uh, teen, uh, three moms arrested for uh for having sexual relations with a a minor, a teen, and they showed the picture of the teen and he was smiling, and he, someone in the comments <laughs> was like, "That's the guy that says over over comms, I'm gonna f your mom and then follows through." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. Well public chaining guys. Yeah. Ball, what's wrong with ball busting? Shane, what did you what did you do yesterday? I made a mistake. I made a mistake yesterday that cost us like hundred and fifty bucks.
2: Oh. Um, and then I shamed
0: you. Yes. All right. I didn't know I made the mistake. It at some point I made the mistake probably a month ago. I took this I don't I still don't know when I did. But Shane Shane messaged me and he goes, Do you hate me? Yeah, I did too. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like what? I was like, WTF? I'm like, no. He goes, I think you hate me. <laughs> and then he gets on the phone and he, he ball busted me. And then when I saw the reason, I'm like, oh, my bad. I didn't mean to do that. Look, guys, it's important that we criticize each other. Not not out of hate, but out right. of love. There's nothing nothing wrong with critis- criticizing people. I, why can we not criticize people anymore? Why is everyone a hero? Everyone is perfect. Everything you do. It's completely fine. It's your truth. Fuck that. Okay. There is one truth. There is true. And there is truth.
2: There is the truth.
0: There is no it. your truth or my truth. There is There's the, the truth, truth motherfucker. And yeah. if you can't deal with the truth, then you need to be publicly shamed. If you can't deal with the truth, then someone needs to tell you that you're wrong. There is no your truth. Everything you do is not perfect. The way you look is not Perfect. It's okay to be better. It's okay. It's okay to strive for better. Guess what, guys? I'm fat. I'm working on it. Okay, and it's okay if you were like, yeah, you know, if you were, if everyone just told me how great I looked all the time, I wouldn't try to be better.
2: It's true. Come on, man. Yeah, that's a good point, man. I think uh, I think there's a lesson. I think there's a there's a happy gray area, you yeah. know, where we're not ruining someone's life for, for, for shaming them or beating them up, but you're getting some sort of growth out of it. Uh, I'm coaching soccer right now. Great example is of the kids. The kids are 10 and 11 years old. The kids that I'm coaching soccer and routinely, because these kids are always playing online with other kids and not interacting socially with other kids. There'll be times when one kid beats another kid and is better than another kid. And then the kid who got beat cries Mm -hmm. or gets upset because he got beat and then wants some sort of like, correction so that he's not the one who got beat <clears throat> and i'm simply saying yeah, you know, you got to practice and get better yeah that's it there's no you, it's not his fault that you got beat you can only blame yourself yeah, yeah and that's and, not what society wants to hear and i'll probably be fired next week for <laughs> for telling no
0: you're right though, but but isn't that isn't that the problem with giving someone awarding someone for losing like we shouldn't do that why mm. would you award someone for losing
2: you wouldn't. You shouldn't.
0: Um, you can't see it behind me right now because it's too high. But there are seven international mm-hmm. plaques. Okay? Those plaques, uh, you don't you get them for meeting a goal. A goal that is hard to meet. Not that it's easy, because if it was easy, then they wouldn't be valuable to me. They're only value like look this is a silver plaque. Wait, we have that. That is a that is a trophy. The same one behind Shane. That's a trophy for something that we accomplished. Yeah. Why would we give a crap about it? Why would we hang it on the wall if we can get it for doing nothing or for failing? Like if why would you why would mm. you care about something if you got it for failing? I don't understand the concept behind that.
2: Because people are concerned that if they don't give their kids a prize even when they lose that their feelings are going to be hurt. And they're going to be sad, and nobody wants to see their kids be. sad. I just lost sad. Shane. Oh, there you Unfortunately, go. your kids have. To
0: oh, Shane! Be sad. Shane, you there, buddy? I'm here. Okay, I lost you for a second.
2: You back? Yeah. Hopefully, it. I mean, I mean, continues, the... but your kids. It's okay for them to be sad. I'm keep freezing, so all right,
0: you're back. You're back. You, you back. know what that means? Is I'm
2: I'm slowly dying.
0: Yeah. No, it's okay for your kids to be sad. Yeah, kids have to. That that that's a that's a character building
2: trait, right? Yes. So as when, long as you're there to pick up the pieces, right. As a parent and help you're, them you're, progress. Your 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 what what's ha- the real fallacy here? The thing that fails is if you give your kids a participation trophy, then yeah, sure they are, they're not sad for a moment, but they also don't feel very special, or they feel a little special for a second. The better thing to do would be like for the other kid to win the prize because the other kid was better. Your kid gets nothing. They go home and cry and then you sit there and pick up the pieces and say, well, let's do whatever it takes to help make you better so that you you can be the kid standing on the pole. Right. So you can time. have the trophy. That's so you, what should happen. Right. So you can feel the same. You could feel yeah, You worked for it and you deserved it.
0: Yeah. Someone at your house, by the way, is now downloading something just so you know. <laughs> um, You know, it's There's funny. here. Bill Burr made made a funny point about sports and uh, he's like and I just I just heard this recently he's like uh, why are why are women's uh, pro sports failing you know because they're they, they don't make money they, they don't get the the contracts they do they don't get the TV rights or whatever he goes but feminists will blame a man men in general for women's sports failing. If women's sports are failing, that means that women aren't showing up to watch it either. Mm. So you can blame other people for your your project or your sport failing, but the people that are blaming men are also not showing up to watch it. You know, well said. And we're in this, so we're in this society where people want mm. someone to blame for their failures instead of getting better and learning more and progressing and figuring out how to be the winner and the guy on the podium and the guy that gets to hold the trophy.
2: Well, before we move on to uh, box office business, uh, we got a couple more Super Chats oh, here. Yes, we do. My bad. Um, oh, so John Burns, 279, says, see the
0: video of the guard side of the story? No, she wasn't. She wasn't holding a video.
2: That would have been that would have been cool. That would have been cool. That, but All the yeah.
0: mean kids. Uh, you want to follow, follow, uh, 10 10 sec just for just 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 for. Shits and giggles. Thank
2: you. Thank you, Euron.
0: Thank you for my friend.
2: By the way, Euron sends me some really awesome like autos. We share a love of old muscle cars. It's been nice communicating with him on Discord.
0: Let me tell you something. There is a uh, my my dream car is a 66 blacked out bucket seat. I'm not bucket seat, a bench seat, uh, and That's
2: whose isn't. That's all I want to know. Who whose isn't?
0: Well, <laughs> that's
2: that that's a uh, supernatural car. I hear you.
0: Oh, no, 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 <clears throat> Two years before the Supernatural car, mm. specifically the Supernatural car is nice, but I want the one with the with the thinner body. Mm. Uh, John Burns two seventy nine, but that's a good car too. Phrase of the day: No one wants to hit or beat kids. <laughs> <laughs> I did say that. Speak Absolutely. for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John Burns again two seventy nine. Adam Carolla parents on trial kids bang school. Yeah, uh, Adam Carolla is another one of those sort of truth truthsayers in the way that he sort of addresses uh like public school and private school and parenting. <clears throat> Adam Corolla is falling out of um popularity because unlike Bill Burr, he doesn't change his talking points a lot. So he'll yeah. continue to speak on the same and I, I get it, it's not changing or getting better, so he continues to show examples of the problems that he is experiencing. But, but he's it, falling out of touch. But he's falling out of touch. Yeah. At some point, we're like, look, we get it, bro. Inspectors uh, approving your permits for your house. <laughs> I know it's a problem, but we've he's heard really you up, tell now. the story about the, the the stupid drain for your dishwasher like 50 uh-huh. times, dude. You got to switch it up. I love Adam,
2: but he's got to switch it up. He's got to bring some new material to the game. That's all I'm saying. Uh, you're on fault for S.E.K. 20. 20 SEK Thank you so much, brother. Blame others the easy way in life. God, you know, that that is so such a good point. I want to highlight this just for a second. It is so easy to just blame other people. The One of the hardest things you can do is to have personal accountability. It's difficult. And a lot of times we need other people to help us be personably accountable. We just aren't strong enough to hold ourselves accountable for things. We require other human beings to help us, to remind us to be accountable so that we can see the light and then become better people as a result of it. It's a requirement. And we're losing that in the society because it's no longer acceptable to hold other people accountable. That's that's true. That's 100%
0: true. Uh, Jeremy Snyder for $5 on the member side. He said, A much watch for Bill Burr fans. Search on YouTube, Bill Burr Philadelphia Instant. Oh, I will
2: be doing that later, my friend. <laughs> Thank you, Jeremy. Appreciate that. And, uh, and good. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, The Dork Knight, welcome to the cast member. He's joined the cast member. Thanks for having you again, Danny. Appreciate you being here.
0: Yes. Thank you. Thank you, sir. And uh, from Michael Nemo on the member side as well. He said, Michael Nemo, $5. He said, did you see the SNL skit, Star Charter Andromeda? No. Oh,
2: I haven't seen that one.
0: Oh, we're going to have to look that up. I will check that out, Mike. Let's join it over
2: in the member section. Maybe we'll we'll show it there.
0: Well, yeah, over there, we'll check it out. And we'll check out the Uh, Philadelphia incident, too.
2: Yes. Uh, and for now, we're going to go over to uh, box office bingo, box
0: office which is beat. our
2: box office beat. You know, you haven't recognized that I've changed the word every time I've said it. I know. I
0: have recognized
2: that it. it's driving me nuts I, because I, I, I couldn't remember that it's beat. I think you're trying to mess with me at this point. I'm not. No, seriously. I couldn't remember that it was beat. So, I kept okay. Thinking, all right. I'm sorry let's go over to box office beat the box office beat i stopped to make the stinger
0: for that i forgot again this week oh man that sucks
2: where taylor swift now just owns the box office everything about the box office belongs to taylor swift who not only owns the music industry but now owns the box office as last weekend she still managed to take the biggest cut of the box office for 33 million dollars beating the crap out of killers of the flower moon, a Martin Scorsese film that only earned 23.3 million Taylor Swift. What, what is going on? Brian,
0: (laughs) tell me, um, I don't have an answer for you. Um, but I can say this. I hated killers of the flower moon. With such a passion oh God, okay. No no with such a passion <laughs> Yeah yeah that I am happy Taylor Swift is Beating it because wow, now my... I can Say killers of the flower moon Is so bad Taylor Swift's, Swift's replay of her Tour beat it mm.
2: It's bad okay. bro I'm sorry it's bad It's not good I mean I didn't think it was that bad of a movie I didn't think it was bad it wasn't a bad movie. It was a bad movie. It was movie. slow.
0: But not a bad movie. No, I, I. the more I think about it, the more I realize it wasn't a good movie. It was a bad movie. I okay. tried to give it more uh, more credit for what it's due because it,
2: it's, it's Martin. <laughs> Scored, well, the acting's it. fantastic, though. I mean, it's, you know, it can't be a bad movie. If everything is bad, it's bad. Can we just say the truth for you? It's a slow movie. Can't we just say that? Why does it have to be a bad movie?
0: Because there's things, it's it's somehow it's a slow movie where there's also massive things missing, explanations not that that are required to get you engaged in the movie and the characters completely non-existent. It it the pacing is all over the place. It's slow, but also somehow not informative enough. Hmm. It's 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 one of those movies that in my this is the way I see it. It's a movie that is so that takes itself so seriously it forgets
2: to to tell the story correctly can we also though in fairness just to be fair mm. note that you did fall asleep several times during the movie and it is possible that you missed some things it was so boring gotcha. i mean there was a couple of things that they should have explained better but i think there's probably more holes in it than you just because of your experience. And, and if I were to somehow be able to force you, which I know you won't watch it again, if somehow I was able to force you to watch it again, in a second viewing, you would probably say, oh, this movie is better than I thought it was. I would think. I don't know about that. Okay. I mean, I'm just saying it's not a great movie by any sense of the term. It's not, no. but it's better than Taylor Swift's The Eras Tour. You know what? Okay? Right, I be haven't clear. seen The Eras Tour, so I don't even know. It's fucking music and someone's Maybe sings. I should matter. watch
0: The Eras Tour and compare the two. No. You know what? But yeah,
2: watch it. That's watch watch ne- her dance across the, the, the thing and sing her songs. Guys, okay? next because week. There's, next there's week. no story. There's no acting. There's no drama. You don't know. It's music. You haven't seen it. <laughs> I've seen many, many of these. things. You haven't seen it from share. So you know to... I'm going,
0: guys. This weekend, I'm going to watch Taylor Swift Eras Tour and Killers of the Flower Moon back to back. I quit. And next quit. the next Friday, if Brian's
2: watching this. I quit. And That's next I'm
0: Friday, saying. I'm going to tell you which one I found more entertaining.
2: No, 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 no. That's not the argument here. Which one's a better movie? Not which, more entertaining.
0: Which one did I feel uh, was a the best use of my money.
2: <laughs> okay. That's fair. That's actually fair. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, uh, so those were the top two movies of the latest weekend. The Exorcist Believer, uh, you know, cleaning up a little bit and Paw Patrol uh, just barely raking in a little bit of money. Even the the classic, the Nightmare Before Christmas almost made more money than Paw Patrol. I'm just saying. And that movie was out, you know, decades ago. Yeah. Um, looking at the latest dailies killers of the flower moon is winning each day. Uh, there is almost no competition, so there's not a big surprise on that. Uh, next week we'll go over the, uh, the October numbers because we are at the end of the month to see who, uh, has won the month. But as of right now, Taylor Swift, the era's tour is winning October. Yeah. It's winning October. I just can't I can't believe I'm saying. What this. happened to horror
0: movies in October? Like we just don't have They're them. all
2: out. They're all out, but Exorcist the Believer, which is currently the the highest grossing movie of October up to this point, um just was not a good movie. It was bad and Saw 10 was well, it was the 10th movie. Uh the real the real burner here is Killers of the Flower Moon is not doing great. It's sitting at $30 million since its release, and uh, whew, wow. And you know yeah. what? Let, let's check the Rotten Tomatoes score.
0: Let's see. Well, you know what it's going to be. I do. I do know. You know what? But you know what? Our fans, our viewers here, they need to see what, what, what we see. <laughs> Alright, guys. Here we go. 92%. 85%. <sighs> Best movie you, it's,
2: ever. It's, it's not that bad of a movie. I mean, I got I got to tell you, it's the best acting of Leonardo DiCaprio's career probably, except for maybe what's eating Gilbert great Um, you know, wasn't a bad movie. I will never watch it again. Wasn't a good movie. <laughs> I wouldn't say it was a bad movie though. It's just you know, it, it does, takes you, think, you think it deserves ninety two percent? Listen, I also won't watch Dances with Wolves ever again. But *Dances with Wolves* was a good movie. That was a good movie. That's a much better movie. There's some movies you only ever need to watch once, and they're just fine. (laughs) You know, I like uh, the the movie with the asteroid. Um, What's the darn Armageddon? We lost it. Armageddon. I love Armageddon. I do too. I love Armageddon. What's what's wrong? I will watch Armageddon? Armageddon two to five times a year. No problem whatsoever. I don't need but to watch it that that often. It's not. Yeah, I would.
0: No, you. No, it's funny. I saw. I just recently saw Ben Affleck's commentary uh, yeah. about not oh, about really again. and it was so funny. Oh my god, this Ben Affleck is hilarious. He's like, yeah. Um. So I asked him. I'm. i was talking to uh, Bruckheimer, and I'm like, why would we train? Drilling people To be astronauts Instead of training astronauts to be drillers
2: Because it's cool
0: as hell And it's Bruce Willis He's like (laughs) shut up Shut up Ben
2: (laughs) How are you talking yourself out of this movie Ben
0: He's like drilling is not that hard (laughs) He's like These guys train to be astronauts But they can't put Something into the ground And push hard Like I don't get it uh, it was great. Listen, regardless of how silly the movie's premise is, it's a fun movie to watch.
2: Can I just tell you that Taylor Swift, The Eras Tour, has just taken over Scream 6 in the worldwide box office uh, for 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 the year uh, and, is, and is about to overtake Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. I just want to point that out, that it is number 23 on the worldwide list of movies for the year. So that's where we're at, society. Taylor Swift's uh, concert can defeat all other movies in the theater
0: okay yeah um
2: well, also, we have this week also mm-hmm. in the
0: box office beat there's something we haven't I wanted to bring up last week I completely forgot um I did want to bring this up we are gonna be getting a live-action gargoyles do you guys remember do you remember Shane the cartoon gargoyles I believe I'm too old for that one you might you might be too old. Too old. I'm in that sweet spot. Gargoyles was actually voiced by a ton of Star Trek alum. All the
2: characters. I, I don't know what is this about.
0: Gargoyles is a, is a it was a a cartoon about gargoyles that would come to come to life at night when the sun went down. Okay. And when they came to life, they would basically um uh they'd have adventures. They would fight crime. There was there was a whole like multiple season arc of stories and. Um, it was written by um, really talented people. It was voiced by mm-hmm. Michael Dorn, uh, Jonathan Frakes, a ton of Star Trek people. Mm-hmm. Um, it was one of those, one of those cartoons that if you watched it, you would never forget it. It was it was very epic in its scope. It wasn't silly or childish. There was murder and there was death. There was real fighting, and it was it was one. It was it was a adult. A cartoon before there were adult cartoons. Hmm. Um now it wasn't there wasn't no cursing or whatever, but there were some seriously adult themes in this. And uh a lot of people really loved it. And it looks like it looks like uh we're gonna get live action gargoyle for Disney Plus. So something else for him to ruin. Cool. All
2: right. And James Wan <laughs> is 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 yeah, James I mean,
0: good. maybe they're gonna ruin it, you know. Maybe not.
2: I mean, I just I would rather be pessimistic up front right. because my optimism like tank is empty. You know, it'd be cool if something was successful. Although I will say, wow, well, it's not a box office thing, but uh actually we'll talk about it after this. I, I do have a do small like... thing to say about Quantum Leap.
0: Oh okay, uh oh. Uh so the the Gary Duberman from mm. you know, the nun, Annabelle, blah, blah blah horror guy. It he's the one writing so Mm. it might be good might be good or it might not be i don't know but we'll see i feel like Uh, i have to be optimistic because like everything fails me so often that i have to like hope
2: i can't be i i'm 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 now choosing to be pessimistic and then but hoping for optimism once i've seen it like i want to i can't hope for anything to be good until i'm now going to assume everything's bad until it's good that's the point i've gotten to Everything now is bad until proven. So you're guilty until proven innocent in the movie theater industry right now. Gotcha. In my opinion. Uh, if you if you want to get out to the movies, of course, you just saw a review of Five Nights at Freddy's. I think it's worthy, although I would pick it up on Peacock if you can get it. Right. Uh, if you're not here in our country, then grab a VPN so you can watch Five Nights at Freddy's. Otherwise, if you want the movie experience, I do think it's worth the price of uh, of admission. Um, and next week, uh, before our next show comes on, we, you, you'll have a chance to watch Priscilla, which is, uh, Elvis Presley's wife and it's her movie made about her life. Uh, not sure if we're going to cover it or not, but, um, that is the big movie coming out next week.
0: Okay. Um, you ready for some <laughs> weekly weird,
2: the weekly weird, Yeah. Before we do the weekly weird, I just want to, um, can we catch a couple of super chats? Yeah. And also I want to have a comment about. Um, quantum leap. Oh, yes, you're
0: right. Uh, John Murns, 279. Two mm-hmm. Thank you, John Shane. Pushing Brian sleeping ahead away in movies. <laughs> <laughs> he he
2: he went to the movies with someone else, and that person did wake him up multiple times. Yeah,
0: I, I kept getting woke around. I was yeah. like, bro, do you, you recognize trying to sleep him? here? Yeah, what are you doing? Why are you waking me up? <laughs> um, by the way, it's the same guy I saw, Dumb Money, which I actually liked a lot. Um, we weren't doing our show at the time. Uh, so we, we couldn't talk about it, but dumb money was a really great mo- movie, but I think I liked it so much because I was there. Like I was on you wall, part of it, I yeah. was on wall street bets. I was, I was also, you know, hold, I was yeah. doing the whole thing. I took this, my same friend that, uh, to killers of our moon to see, to see dumb money and poor guy fell asleep.
2: He was, he was so interested. uninterested because yep. because yeah. he
0: wasn't there. He had nothing. Yeah, he, he knows nothing about the meme wars. You know the yeah. the soldiers that took billions of dollars from hedge funds. You know, right? Um, for me, it's like I'm not only am I buying that movie. I'm gonna I'm gonna get the Steel Book of that motherfucker, and I'm gonna put it behind <laughs> me. It's it's gonna be one of my it's one of my uh one of those moments in time that I I was there, man. Mm. I had That's a username cool. on that subreddit.
2: That's cool. That's the way I do for the big short back in two thousand
0: and eight. <clears throat> uh, you're on fault again, thank you, yarn for fifty uh, seK. Shane, I could sh- I could share my love of muscle cards with you for the next six months six weekends until Christmas.
2: <laughs> All right, brother, that's what I'm talking about. I do I, <clears throat> I, I, You'll have to let us know what happens at Christmas.
0: I need more money so I can actually like buy a card to restore. That's what I need but I'm not there. I enough, have, that's
2: like a dream, but I don't have the time nor the know-how, so it would be a complete waste for me. Right. Um, I do want to say something about Quantum Leap. I know we used to okay. cover Quantum Leap during the first season. We stopped because it became this weird uh, thing. <clears throat> I've been watching season two. <laughs> I've been watching every episode of season two. And I just want to say, I went back and watched the old Quantum Leap and uh, with Scott Bakula. <clears throat> and i and i was watching it each night and i was watching it from the from the lens of when i was a kid and the things that were important to me like not being racist like like pe- the way people are treated you know fairness between you know all the sexes all the topics that quantum leap in that time frame took on head on they really took them head on there were episodes of the original quantum leap where they were like really you know, pushing hard against the fabric of society that was really alienating people. And, uh, and I recognize, wow, at that time, it would have been tough to talk about those things. I mean, it should be something that everybody, aside, everybody should be on. But there were people at the time who were like, look, I don't, don't want to mix interracially and I don't want to blah, 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 who would have fought against the same type of things that we're seeing today in Quantum Leap. Now, season two has not been very woke, in my opinion so far. Um, but we are gonna have those elements. And I just have a whole kind of different fresh perspective. Was it better than that, it. Fir-
0: that first episode was like hyper woke. Did it get better after that?
2: Yes, I do think it really has gotten better and it's mm-hmm. focused more on the story and you have Addison and um, and Ben are now you know on the outs cause it's three years later and she's got a new relationship and it's created a whole new dynamic. So I would say if you are watching Quantum Leap, it might be worth revisiting some of the episodes I've kind of stopped hoping or expecting Scott Bakula to come back. And so I'm kind of done with that. And I'm actually pretty comfortable watching the show to the point where I've actually enjoyed the last three episodes. So I just wanted to share that with everybody since I know we have some quantum leap fans here.
0: Well, I will check it out. Uh, I stopped watching after that first episode. I was like, Oh yeah,
2: no, I'm good.
0: And by the way, I, my, my bar is so low Mm. for me to stop watching something. Like I'm still watching survivor. Um, Mm. And I it's can't do that. and it's garbage, yeah. so if my my bar is that low, you have to put an episode out that is so bad that I'm like that that my brain just goes like, oh, I, I no longer want to see where this story goes, even right. if it's in a poor place. Like that, it's hard for you to get me there because mm. I'm willing to watch just about anything. Um, it's it's crazy. All right, um, yeah. So check it out. So where we got we got the weekly weird, and what I did was I wanted to set up um a series of headlines and then shane you get to choose which headline we speak about
2: the girl complaining about her job please let that be it please no that's please t-
0: no that's that's that one's funny but that's too popular. oh my god uh, the, yeah if anyone didn't see that it's super popular some lady complaining oh. about it's a girl complaining about having to
2: go to and from work all right. She's complaining about having to work a nine-to-five job and not having any life as a result of having to go to work. Brian, we're screwed. Our society you know, is so screwed. You, know, yeah, yeah. you want to you hear more? You know what? You
0: got you, you, you got it. You got it. You got it, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm going to pull this up because I, I was also going through the comments of this. Um, Here. Ugh. Here we go. All right. The comments of this are even more uh outlandish yes oh man they deleted the post
1: (laughs) no
2: way really
0: yeah what the heck oh no i'll find i'll get it real quick
2: yeah i mean this was originally put up as a TikTok, and it was a girl who just started a new job fresh out of college yeah here it is i'm gonna play it for you guys then we're gonna read the comments
0: it's very short
3: so dramatic and annoying but this is my first job, like, my first 9-to-5 job after college, and I'm in person, and I'm commuting in the city, and it takes me fucking forever to get there. There's no way I'm gonna be able to afford living in the city right now, so that's off the table, like, fucking duh! If I was able to walk to work, and it w- it'd be fine, but I'm not, so it literally takes me, like, I leave here, at, like, I get on the train at 7.30, and I don't get home till, like, 6.15 earliest, and then, like, I don't have time to do anything, I don't- I want to shower- like people that drive to the office like it doesn't you don't get off at five and I know it could be worse I know it could be
0: worse. <laughs> I love how she goes like and you know what? actually you don't get off at five you have to drive home yeah welcome uh, yeah. welcome to life lady I don't know what to tell you um, that's really
2: the best answer
0: this is what drives me nuts though the comments are are so I, I don't know the right word uh, because I feel well, sorry
2: for these people well, and to be fair, what she's voicing, right, is what all young people kind of think right. when they're young. They're like, God, you know, I really don't have any time to do it. Because you just got done, like, you rate you lived with your parents. You pretty much did whatever the hell you wanted, you know, as far you had to do homework sometimes. But, yeah, the reality of life is that there's not a ton of time, really.
0: No, and guys, uh, it's, it's a racket. It's the system we yeah. live in. But, like. I love this. But you do it though. But you gotta do it, yeah. The 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 first comment: the forty-hour work week is beyond outdated, and your feelings are totally valid. (laughs) It's so repetitive and depressing. I feel you, girl. (laughs) To all the people saying it gets better, no, it doesn't. That may be true. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's right. (laughs) It's soul crushing. Like, honesty honestly feels like a prison sentence. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Give me that free money what happened to covid like imagine having kids to come home to after that Gen Z Gen Z needs to collectively move into management positions and then collectively enforce a 4 day work week I mean four, like yeah
2: 5 hours
0: none yeah. of these comments are anything but supportive
2: and blackpilled It's crazy That's because these are these are kids who voted for their school president to get him free soda and everything else, and they want life to be all about all the free stuff they can do without having to put any effort into it. Yeah, here's one. Welcome to adulthood. Yeah, that's the the best comment so far.
0: It's nuts. Uh I don't. I don't.
2: You're on false comment. Entitled. That's it. That's what it is. Yeah. Entitled. I think. I think all young people should experience. I mean, this is like the theme of the whole. This girl. Our video today. Um, you know, I went down to Mexico with our dad uh, when you were little and I was probably 12 years old Mm -hmm. and I saw the conditions that human beings lived in cardboard boxes, eating off of the floor, living in dirt. And that completely changed how, how I felt about the way I lived. I'm like, Oh shit. I'm like really lucky. Right. Like uh, we just live in a middle-class lifestyle, but my God, you know, I'm so lucky. And that stuck with me the rest of my life. And I think every kid needs some experience like that. Uh, and it it's healthy to, to see really how well you're living because America, no matter where you're watching us now, whether you're in America or Australia or Canada or UK or whatever, right. There are some places on this planet that we would not want to live right. because the conditions are horrible, horrible. And yeah. the young people have no idea no idea how lucky they are to be able to walk to McDonald's down the street and buy something or sleep in a bed under warm covers at night. It's it's, it's really crazy that everybody should have the experience that most of the world's population lives in squalor conditions. Right.
0: Yeah. Now, on that note, I do understand that uh, we – our society has been pushed to this point where – I mean, like, literally, like we talked about before, elementary – Elementary school, middle school, high school, college are just designed to train the next generation of people to work nine to five, right? Mm. It's pretty much let's design the next generation to be competent enough, but not not too smart, but smart enough to operate our factories (laughs) and just work nine to five and take your 15 minute break and take your lunch. And be happy where you're at. And don't worry about moving forward or getting better, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I understand that's where we live. And I understand it sucks having to work that much. Um, I also, though, have had two jobs. And I have also worked 80 hours a week. And I've also slept in a closet um, to attempt just to get to a better uh, place in life. So it's hard for me to see this person complaining about taking the train to and from work.
2: Like or complain about it, but then shut up and do it or find a way to make yeah, it better. I did that too. I
0: took a train to and from Orange to LA every day for five years because I didn't I couldn't afford a car. And then when I got to LA, I walked 15 blocks to work. To work nine to five, and then run, run back to the train station, in Alameda, so I can catch the last train back to Orange, or I was stuck in LA for the night. Mm. I did that for five years. It sucks but i did it and i got to the point where i didn't have to do it anymore and i stopped doing it You're, you it it people on those comments saying uh people are saying it gets better it doesn't no no that's bullshit cuz it does get better if you are if you sacrifice sacrificing work toward better now listen it yeah. might get worse before it gets better for sure it probably will yeah. and it probably will but and you might you might i've had bad week Shane and i've had bad luck you might have bad luck and it might get worse after it gets better but life is about progressing and moving forward. You can complain about it, but don't let that completely ruin you to the point where you don't even want to try anymore or right. just join OnlyFans and figure it out from there. Although they can
2: make a lot of money on there. Oh, you can make a lot of money on OnlyFans, yeah. So Shane, let's see Shane, your, I,
0: Shane Ugly, that's for sure.
2: Let's see your uh, News of the Weird. No, wait, wait. Weekly oh, Weird. Come on. I got it. I, got, like it. No, I got it. Up. All got
0: right. Got it. This week on Weekly Weird, here are... Five headlines. Shane gets to pick one that we will Ooh. explore more, deeper. I haven't the, seen these. The first headline is Swifties swarm a restaurant to, cl- to catch a glimpse of Taylor Swift and Travis Clucky. What is it? Kelsey. Kelsey. But it turns out to just be mannequins or scarecrows dressed like Taylor Swift and Travis
2: Kelsey. Interesting. Okay. 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 That's that's an interesting. one.
0: Here we go. Michigan State, deeply sorry after Hitler image appears on video, on the video boards before the game.
2: That's stupid. Okay, next. Um,
0: Survey says it's getting too expensive to have fun.
2: That's true. Next.
0: Pole dancing skeleton causes uproar in Utah. Town says (laughs) not acceptable. Oh, shit. Okay. Famous uh, Twitch star and OnlyFans star, Caitlin Amaroth-Segarcy, reveals her new beer company made out of her own vaginal yeast. Winner! Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is why I read that one last. Because that one is so insane to me.
2: Beer vaginal yeast. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So
0: yes. So the way you make beer Ooh. is with yeast. Okay. <laughs>
2: Jesus. And, I don't even a- want you to finish. Saying
0: amaranth. Uh, <laughs> I recognize her her photo, but I don't. I don't recognize her. i recognize her name, but not her. Photo. I, yeah, I'm let's not pull the image. This is Amaranth. She's a famous uh, Twitch mm. and Kick and OnlyFans person. I guess she did like uh, streaming, and then she moved to OnlyFans. Okay, A lot of people like her. So Mm. Amarath has taken the internet by storm with her hot tub streams, shock (laughs) investments, and partnerships.
2: (laughs) Hot tub streams, Jesus. That's
0: that's what uh, Twitch for a long time, the (sighs) most popular meta, was just girls in bikinis and hot tubs for no reason. I get it. There are young guys out there. I get it. Yeah. They're just getting thousands of dollars in donation, offering (laughs) literally nothing to the world. Nothing, yeah. Uh, and partnerships to sell everything from fart jars to her own <laughs> bathwater. Wait, this is the bathwater girl. This is the ba- no, 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 no. Ba- the, no, the original bathwater girl oh. was Belle Delphine. Okay, she's the one who invented the gamer girl bathwater. Yeah, water. yeah, yeah. Um, this chick uh, Amarath jumped on the trend. Got it. But
2: she did sell fart jars. Listen, a fart is a fart, no matter how gorgeous the person is farting. Look at okay, it. a fart she, is a fart. She was selling cutie patooties. Oh my lord! It was jars
0: oh. of her farts,
2: and I bet she sold thousands of them. I oh, bet yeah. she sold thousands. Oh, you uh, yeah, you dudes um, out there that bought people that shit, spending
0: on. thousands on cameras oh, fart jars because, of course, they are.
2: <laughs> that's the most. That's the best headline I've ever seen.
0: Yeah. Um. All right. So uh, her profits resulted in the 28 year old buying a gas station, a 7-Eleven, and
2: buying <laughs> millions in stock. She's fucking genius. Yeah, she's she's good. genius, bro. That's genius. Take take money that goes nowhere to turn it into recurring income. Fantastic, fantastic. Whoever's so what's her?
0: next for our genius OnlyFans model? In an <laughs> exclusive interview with Dextero, the OnlyFans model has uh, was asked. How she had previously teased a new drink following the success of Paul Logan and KSI's Prime. So remember, Paul Logan uh, created a, a drink called
2: Prime. It's energy drink. And they, let me tell you, before we go into her, just really quick. Every kid on the planet wants to drink Prime. Yep. I've tasted it. It does not taste good. Excellent marketing by YouTubers. And that's how you you just kill it. I mean, every kid that's wants you to break drink out it because it's, it's ridiculous.
0: You know what? You know what Prime tastes like? It tastes like, it. You know what? It, t- it tastes like Kool Aid, but if Kool Aid was made with like, like fake sugar, sucrose.
2: Yeah, that's exactly. What
0: there's, it like. there's nothing special about it at all. It just tastes like shitty Kool Aid. But yeah, people are drinking
2: drink it because other kids, because other kids are saying, "I got Prime," and now every kid wants Prime, and it's become a whole thing. My kids want Prime. It's ridiculous.
0: All right. right. So Suragosa confirmed that she'll be working with a new company to produce this beer. They have a history of using models smears for quite quite a few years now. Smears? Her exact words was, I'm actually working with a beverage company. It's not my own. I'm still doing the project. There's a beer company. They're European. They They want me to send in my vaginal yeast. Like, basically, a pap smear myself. They want to make... Beer using my vaginal wow. yeast.
2: Jesus. That is a weekly weird story, brother. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> no. not, uh, Listen, we can send uh, you some shit stained underwear. This isn't and... this
0: isn't worth it anymore. I don't uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't we, want, we, yeah. I don't want to do this. <laughs> I think uh I think uh I think this is our last show. I
2: don't uh <laughs> Well,
0: yeah well
2: all right
0: well um i don't even know what to
2: say about it like i had a hard off, time
0: paying my electricity bill this flavor mind. is that? what <laughs> flavor is that
2: bro what, what flavor are... is vaginal yeast? uh it's amarath amaranth flavor. i guess That's what i'm saying like what flavor is that all you What at what point are you just disgusting it's all crazy who
0: who would want to
2: drink that who would uh, want to drink that A party for f- joke i mean it was the same thing what was the one with uh with what's her name's like candles that smell like her vagina gwyneth paltrow like she was literally selling candles that smelled like her vagina oh um gwyneth, gwyneth paltrow. paltrow yeah Gwyn- 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 yeah she, <laughs> she sold tons of them yeah goop that was the name of her company goop do you know who was buying those candles it wasn't dudes that's the weird thing yeah it was women buying, buying those it. candles chicks were buying yeah, yeah. V- uh, Gwyneth Paltrow vagina smelling candles. I'm sorry. Quick.
0: Uh, uh, all right, I'm, you can shame me right now because I said Paul Logan. I meant Logan Paul. Thank you, John.
2: Yeah, that's all this. Listen, those guys have so much depth. You just call them whatever name you want. Yeah, I'm just going to say those guys. Marketing geniuses, but they, I don't know exactly. Somebody else must be helping them. I've watched their videos. They don't seem to be crushing the IQ meter. All the time. No, so, no, they're maybe. not. They're, Someone's yeah. helping.
0: Them. No, no, they're stupid as shit. I don't understand why anyone would watch them. <laughs> okay. They're they're super dumb. Uh, everything they do is annoying. It has like this 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 air of 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 immaturity to it. And like I'm immature, but they're so immature that it that it pains me to watch. It actually like like my soul hurts. My my like the, the inside of me crawls with little goosebumps every time that fucking guy's face appears on YouTube. But you know what? Good on him. He's making a lot of money.
2: Well, yeah, he made it work somehow. He, he cashed into our idi- idiocracy culture.
0: All right, let's do some supers before we move on here. Uh, no Money G for $5. You'll have to watch the video of the girl who suffers from time blindness. You'll have to watch. Okay, we'll, well watch we'll do that. that
2: well, let's do that in the member section. That's yes, great. We will Thank watch you know that.
0: We have a lot of things to watch in the member section.
2: I like this. I
0: like this is a good. I like this trend. You guys keep suggesting things. Uh, John Burns two saying Thank you, No Angie. John John Burns for two seven nine. Unsure how Hayden C felt about younglings. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: that's how that's how he felt. Uh, Hayden Christensen must <laughs> must look back and go, damn, that was harsh. Like you know, he was just trying to make a buck at the time. I oh, saw
0: God. a video of him. Um, and I almost feel bad because, like, I really gave him a hard time. And he came up after that. the, the really dumb kid that did that first movie. He didn't, Hayden didn't do a bad job. but he didn't? But he was trying to make up for that really poor outing for the first little kid. And I think in hindsight, I can look back after years and be like, it wasn't his fault. Like, he did the best he could with what he was given. Yeah. I feel bad about. I feel bad about hating him for so long. He, like he wasn't the problem.
2: Yeah, I mean the worst part about the prequels is you know Jar Jar and and the first Anakin Skywalker. I mean, really, honestly, it's the worst part of it. Me a Jedi, <laughs> just stop, man. Oh, it's the, man. It was the worst. I mean, it's so
0: incredibly is- racist too. Like it really is racist, and no one wants to admit it's how racist. But is that it is.
2: racist because here's the thing? Like there really are people who are rastafarians um and the only idiot rastafarian was jar jar all the other ones were f- smart and fine jar jar was the only fool
0: smart as a stretch
2: <clears throat> no they were the guggen the guggens they had the society and they came in support of the people and they weren't all foolish <sighs> but that one was is it yeah. or is that really racist or have we has our society gotten to the point where if we mention anything stereotypical yeah. now that makes you racist
0: yeah i guess you're you got, you got your <clears throat> point there um, I really wish they would have continued with Jar Jar Binks and made him
2: a Sith Lord. A Sith Lord. Yeah, the, the, the theory that came about would have helped quite a bit. Yeah,
0: that would have really have, – mm-hmm. that would have fixed that character. I think so. Um, from Rec Thoughts, my boy Rex, he identifies as a camera. Remember that. <laughs> For $5, he says, we purposely expose our kids with public service to, to needy in our community to teach them how
2: good we got it. I love that. That should be a requirement problem in our society here in california is that the the needy in our community they aren't necessarily the needy and they're the, like the strung out drug addicts who are like begging on the side of the road yeah so it's so it's like yeah we, we're we struggling in california with our qualification of
0: needy. yeah we we did a soup <clears throat> kitchen one year like me it was like when they were like 10 i think a few years ago two years ago i think i don't know i don't know when okay but we went to do the Super Kitchen thing. We're like, we're going to do the Super Kitchen. It was the day before Thanksgiving. And we wanted to show... We we basically wanted to show our kids the same thing that our dad showed us. And Shane's story about going to Mexico, I had the same story. Mm. We, we He would take us to Mexico to feed the people down there. We would go down there with thousands of of pounds of like candy and toys and crap. And we would hand them out. And uh, listen... It was terrifying. I remember like hundreds of dirty malnutrition children um, coming up to the car and screaming their hands out. They were happy and we were handing candy to people. And like, I remember being like the, you know, the middle-class guy from California thinking like, holy shit. It. I'm so lucky to be here. Right, when I get know. home, I'm going to do all my chores, dad.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, right.
0: It was bad. Well, so I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to take my kids to a soup kitchen for Thanksgiving. I'm not, I'm not going to go quite as crazy as going to take them to Mexico to an orphanage. Lit- I stayed in an orphanage in Mexico for a weekend. Oh, my God. Let me tell you something. Go at at thir- 13 years old. Go to Mexico and stay at an orphanage. You will never never not appreciate your life after that. Because anything is better than that. So, I'm at a soup kitchen with my kids and I'm thinking I'm going to show them like, you know, this. The needy. Except for every person coming through there looked completely normal. Right. And they were like younger people and they were clearly on drugs. Like, I can tell, but my kids can't tell. They were like tweaking out and it was not at all the experience that I had when I was a kid. It wasn't truly down on their luck people having mm. the worst time of their lives. It was people gaming the system. And it yes, it, it gave it the like. wrong impression. Like, like, bro, I'm almost positive my youngest, more sarcastic, sassy kid was like, I want to go to the soup kitchen. This soup looks good.
2: Right. I'm like, what are right. you doing? I want to live on the side of the road. It's, it, didn't ask- it didn't work. It didn't work. to make dollars hanging on the side of the road. Did not work, man. But a good thought. Yeah. John
0: Burns, 279, Dr. Phil Cyborg video in member section. Okay. I, will, I
2: don't know what that is, but I will, I'll, I'll cue that up, up. My dude. Also, John Burns, 279, Brian, take the last train to... Video and member section. <laughs> Take the last train to orange. We don't finish it. Everything's in the, in the members. That,
0: that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm actually going to end the, our segment with that. Thank you, John. Yeah. Uh, another one for John Burns. Masturbation too expensive. Not fun.
2: <laughs> that was our discussion about uh, everything being too expensive. Yep. Uh, my
0: woman, John Burns, 279. Thank you, John vaginal yeast beer, the cause of COVID-19. Oh God. It was Admir- Admirat the whole
2: time. <laughs> <laughs> That's gross. And you're on fall for S-E-K-20. Thank you so much. Misa want to smell Brian's boom boom pants. <laughs> 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 no, you need to jar your farts, Brian. That's what it is. Jar your farts.
0: Um, cutie hey, you, patooties? <laughs> nerd toots. So wrong. I'm going I'm I'm to start sounding fart. YouTube nerd toots. Mm. Yeah, but see, if I sent it through the mail, I would go to jail for sending um, uh, dangerous substances in the mail. (laughs) Toxic. Toxic. Uh, John Burns, Brian, bless to George, no noises while you
2: speak. I don't know what that means, John. Well, thank you. Oh, this has been great. So I think we need to go to the member section. Uh, We've had a lot of fun here today talking about uh, stuff going on. Ah, uh, we thank you guys for coming and showing up and spending time with us. We are going to continue to be here every Friday at ten o'clock, uh, and uh, and we'll continue the member section. We are considering more shows throughout the week, and uh, once we get there, we'll let you guys know where we're at. Today's stream hero—I don't know if Brian was paying attention to who it was. I did not. I have a hard time seeing it on my screen. Who's in the who's in the the, the stream hero? Yeah, um, John so Bur- John do you-
0: Burns dominated it.
2: Are you sure? yeah i'm sure you gotta be 100 percent because we had it changed time it changed hands several times
0: yeah i mean i we, we can go back and look to make sure um and we'll post it in the community section
2: so yeah so stand by uh stand by we'll uh because it was close this time we will evaluate it and i'll reach out to you uh for your prize which one of whichever one of you folks who was on there the longest during the stream so thank you so much for supporting us and and we appreciate you guys so much.
0: We also got a uh, super mm. chat on the member section because remember, remember the member section is going alongside this uh, from Michael Nemo. He said, uh, hey, guys, I still haven't gotten the Indiana Jones diary. Can I get a Popcast fart jar instead?
2: Oh, I have another. <laughs> no, I have another diary. I'll check on that, Michael. I'll check on that because you should have you should have gotten yours. I'm getting you a Popcast so. fart <clears throat> jar, Mike. Yeah. Brian, he's just going to fart in a jar and send it to you. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to do do that. that. I will do that.
0: that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys. uh, Yeah, we are going to the members section. Uh, I'm sorry. Wait. Let me me do this right. Let me do this right. What was it? Uh, All right. So we're going to take the last train to (laughs) (laughs) the members section. This is how you get here. It's pretty simple. You can click on the link in the description. You can you know, literally do uh, nothing and it will send you there. But there are two member sections. This is actually very important. There are two member sections. There is the member section at Prime and the member section here on Unleashed. And we are streaming in both. So if you are uh, a member of the Unleashed one, then that video is going to pop up right now after this one. And you can go there. So click on our channel. If you're a member of the Prime version, then you can just stay here and it'll just take you there. If you are not a member and you want to become a member, Click on that video when it gets there and click on join and support the yeah. show and become a member. The member section is great. It's warm because Shane farts in it.
2: You can you can click the join button on either channel. <clears throat> It'll take you to the same member show. So
0: It's the same you know. show. We streamed at both channels at the same time. Um, one day, uh, YouTube will allow us to combine members, but until then, we stream on both. We didn't want to leave the awesome members we had on our other channel before we started this one, so guys we love you so much and if you can't join us in the member section we understand no problem um it's you know those amarath uh uh fart jars are expensive we get it um but if you can join us it'd be great and if you can't then we'll be back next friday at 10 a.m and we're gonna do this every week we hope to add more shows as time permits and we're just having a great time doing it i like the new time shane you like the new time
2: Yeah, I'm digging it. And it gives us a chance to watch the movies on Thursday night so we can talk about them on Friday. So hopefully we're catching you guys before you run over to Friday Night Tights. So it's
0: great. Okay, guys, Mm -hmm. we're going to the member section. We love you so much. Hopefully we see you there.
1: If not, then have a great weekend. And uh, adios, nerds.